Hello and welcome to the Motive Pixels podcast. This is our episode for Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. My name is Alberto Manfavon. I am Derek Hendrick. Will Atkinson. Brian Pachuki. And Pauly Kroll. As always, all of our episodes are very spoiler heavy, so if you haven't played this game, I would at the very least recommend that you go play because it's awesome. I'll get to that later. We have a question first. Also, listeners, please take this with a grain of salt as I would like to not necessarily actually achieve this right now, but... Our question is, how would you like to die? And for me, again, saying this with a grain of salt, I don't want this to happen in any time near future. I think I would like to die in space. By by space killing you or like just in space you die? I'm actually going to go ahead and say not by space killing me. I will veto that. Are we talking about outer space or are we talking about just in like... No, I like space. The, like, like the space around you. Talking about inner space in case we like get shrinking machines. No, I, I mean like in actual outer space. I this is partly also based off of if you guys listen to the Elon Musk kind of announcement of his vision for colonizing Mars thing. I've always had a fascination with outer space, and then when that happened, I was like, you know, if I actually was given the opportunity to go to Mars. I would like to die on the way. You, so you want, you want to sign up for the suicide mission to Mars? I don't know. So not necessarily no, you how you're going to die, just where you're going to die. So yeah. it can be either like colon cancer or murder. With <laughs> That would be the worst. Like you get to space and it's like, I'm dying of colon cancer. <laughs> well, just about any kind of cancer would probably let's go. Talk, let's but... go with any natural cause. Okay. I'd like to not be just murdered. in space or on Mars. So, oh, yeah. so what if we could just like launch your body into space after the death? Would that achieve it pretty much? Is that good enough? I mean... But I'd already be dead. So well, you're just saying you have a life goal to go to space, not yeah. that you want to die at all. <laughs> Chicken it out. Okay. So the way I would want to die is I would want to be in a tiny little snowy town, and then there would be a nuke warning. Then I'd say to the little boy, you stay, I go. Then I'd fly up into space and punch the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, that is a way to die. <laughs> All right. I feel like, are you referencing something I just don't know? (laughs) Wow. Please. (laughs) I'm sorry. Nobody else knows it? I don't think we have any of us got... Oh. Yep. Nope. Sorry. I was thinking more along the lines of like Superman, where he's just like, I'm going to go, you know, punch that nuke. If that killed Superman. Iron Giant is pretending to be Superman. And he's like putting one arm up as he slowly closes his eyes and then smacks the nuke and then, you know, he dies pretty much. I have a vague recollection of that. All right, the three of you have to have some kind of space reference to this now. (laughs) Well, Alberto kind of stole my thunder. I was going to say I'd like to die on Mars, so... Uh, so you also want the suicide mission? Yeah, man. By Mars or on? I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I'm like 80. But yeah, <laughs> how are you gonna survive that trip when you're 80? That's like, isn't it? Because how, I'll probably have well, been there from when Elon I get, was 70 or so. Yeah, but it takes like how many years to actually, get to Mars? How well, are you no, make actually, it? Elon Musk was talking about how his too, vision like, would be for it to be takes like four about three months or 30 days. Oh well, I guess if you if you he's when, talking about after he colonizes and everything like that, and after you get a, ro- after you get rocket propulsion, also great enough to actually once once break. he's on Mars, they found out that people actually survive a lot longer. So, like eighty is like the new forty. Eighty is the new forty. I don't think it works it's, that way. It's science. It's be really hard to explain. So just take my word. Uh, that works out. How about you, Brian? I don't know. If I have to pick something, I don't know. 
just to maybe be interesting maybe just to be like just try the craziest thing i don't know like death by snoo snoo no just like <laughs> jump into a volcano or yes. just like just go the, you know ch- deepest part of the ocean and just see how long until you're dead you mean you uh, want to get crushed suffocate. by the ocean sure that sounds awful. <laughs> but any of these are, are less awful. Well, maybe yours is less awful, but that's not it. No, those aren't awful. They're nuclear like, fire? Are like wanting to experience But it's a giant space. robot. <laughs> I think that's okay, nuclear that's, fire. Dying from punching a nuke would probably pre- be pretty instant. Yours is like, oh, God, I can't breathe. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. My blood is flooding oh, into my brain. Oh, no. You're drowned long before you're going to get that... that pressure from getting down to the bottom of the ocean all right polly what you got (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna jump into a pool of lysergic acid methylide and just like kind of swim until my brain does things that i don't understand and existence kind of just melts away probably when i'm like 50 to 60 because i don't want to get too old or anything like that I just want to like Ooh. live it up and then That's check the worst. out. Slow and live it up. The slow death? No, it won't be slow. It's not like acid that burns you. It's acid like LSD that you. Um, I know, but that's what I mean. It's an over time. Oh no, thing. your brain can't handle that much, so your brain will bleed out. But you'll see a bunch of shit first, and then it'll kind of just yeah, stop. Yeah, I need something like more. Brain won't won't work anymore, and that's like the fastest way to kill all the pain. So that's probably my my thought behind it, and I think it would look pretty cool. All right, so. Alberto, onto happier. Topics. <laughs> yeah. Will, you've got a quiz for us, right? Yes. All right. For this quiz, we're going to do Troy Baker or Nolan North. For the following games, who provided voice acting? Game number one Resident Evil 6. Game number two Darksiders. Game number three. Final Fantasy 13 2. Game number 4. Final Fantasy 15. Although, you know, it's not out, but. Hmm. Slightly bending the rules on that one. 365 <laughs> divided by 2 days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number 5. Ratchet and Clank Size Matters. Number 6. Assassin's Creed. Game number 7. Batman Arkham Origins. I can't say I can't I can't ask my question without giving away what I'm trying to ask. So do you know what I'm gonna ask you? I picked this one specifically. Okay, so huh. No, don't do any more. <laughs> is this the right is there possible because I don't know how to answer this, but I'll talk about Just it. This one Just might write be down what you're thinking. <laughs> <clears throat> Number eight, Far Cry four. Game number 10, <laughs> EverQuest 2. And number 10, our final one, Guild Wars 2. <laughs> All right. I'm thoroughly expecting a score of zero for mine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so Resident Evil 6 was Troy Baker. Ooh. All right. I have a point. Darksiders was also Troy Baker. Final Fantasy Thirteen Two is also Troy Baker. Fuck. <laughs> that was a pure guess because I'm not playing that at all. I didn't get that either. There's 50-50 chances, you know. <laughs> Number four was uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen, which was Nolan North. Ratchet and Clank Size Matters was Nolan North. Fuck. 
I'm not doing nearly half as bad as I thought I would. (laughs) Assassin's Creed, also Nolan North. Doing exactly half as good as I thought I would. (laughs) 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 So Batman Arkham Origins, I have Troy Baker, but... It's both. Because Nolan Nolan North did the, the voice of the Penguin, did he not? He did, and I thought... Maybe I picked the wrong game. I don't know if Arco, I don't think the penguin is in Arkham Origins, though, is he? Yeah, he's in the shipyard, right? Am I thinking of the wrong one? <laughs> you know, Arkham Origins is... No, I think you're thinking of Arkham Knight, right? We can... No, Knight is the one where he's the like one. in the warehouse with the guns. Guys, we all Arkham have Arkham Origins is the third one. It's yes. after Arkham City. Correct. Well, it's, it predates all of them, but yes, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's the, the game after. With a name like Origins. Unless somebody else did the voice of the penguin, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Troy Baker is obviously the Joker. That was... So, Far Cry 4 was also Troy Baker. What did you say? Hmm? Troy Baker is obviously what? He was the Joker in Arkham Origins. Oh, I didn't know that. So, they didn't get Mark Hamill for once for a Joker? No, Mark Hamill decided to give up being the Joker only to come back and do it for Arkham Knight and then do it for that um, bad... The killing joke. Yeah, the bad version of the killing joke. It wasn't that bad. Arkham Origins, they've got Troy Baker as the Joker... Nolan North as the penguin. Ah. All right, you win. I get bonus points for getting bonus both. points. I wrote both because he said something. So, <laughs> so eight Far Cry Four was Troy Baker. Nine EverQuest Two was Nolan North. Fuck. And ten Guild Wars Two was both. Oh. That was supposed to be the both, and then Brian went and ruined so it. The actual only, facts. <laughs> if you answered, do you get half a point? Yeah, how does that work if you answered? All yeah, what happens if I got one? Do I get, I get one point for that and, and not both? You get a half for ten if you only got one or the other. So when you're picking these questions, do you do research? Yeah, do you vet your, <laughs> you vet your own answers? <laughs> yeah, I just happened to know that both of them were in Guild Wars 2. No, come on now. <laughs> I'm upset that uh, none of the Marvel vs. Capcom games are in here. I was, Nolan North does Wolverine. I was considering, but... I'm anyway. really upset that you didn't so how do... Did, um, how, could, how could you not do Spec Ops The Line? It would have been real funny if he had Uncharted that's, that's 1 good through question. 3 on here. How'd you do with... Uh, what kind of score did you get, Brian? Seven and a half. Polly? Five and a half. Five, five and a half as well. High five. Uh, Derek? Like and a half. Five, I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> Brian is the the know-it-all on Tro, Troy Baker versus Nolan North. I'm very impressed. I got like Arkham and I got um, like Far Cry, but like the Final Fantasy ones were pure guests. <laughs> Congratulations! We'll give you these platinum trophies in all the Uncharted games. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, again, just as a reminder, I'm about to go through a lot of spoilers about this game. So. This is your final warning that if you don't want to get this game ruined at all, stop listening now and then come back after we after you play the game. But so here in this game, the main quote for this is by Henry Avery. The quote is, I'm a man of fortune and I must seek my fortune. The story starts out, you are young Drake in a orphanage and you kind of escape. You meet up with your little older brother, Sam, and he tells you about this place where there's some like lost lost items of your mom's that you or that he's been kind of trying to find where they are he tells you about them and you kind of go off on this heist or about to start going off on this heist as like when there's like one last trip before your brother goes off to some place for work you fast forward 
15 years and Drake is in a prison, a Panamanian prison. I actually kind of want to get back to this because there's some word that's used there that I'm almost not sure is actually supposed to be used in Panama, but whatever. <laughs> you're in this prison and you're looking for this treasure, uh, again, related to Avery. The head kind of guard has heard about like has kind of like made a little bit of an arrangement with you like okay yeah sure i'll kind of get you to go explore here kind of set it up as long as you cut me in with a little bit of the treasure you try to go find something it gets you to the first clue to go on you keep that from the guard you meet up with your brother, who's also in prison with you, along with Rafe. Well, I think that was the thing. Rafe like organized it, so they all went to the jail that the warden was going to get you to the ruins. With. Right. But you, it was like the heist plan. Yeah. Don't you start at the jail, and then it nope. flashes back? Nope. You started you in, the start boat. in the boat. <clears throat> oh, the boat. That's right. Yes, the boat. I, mean, I knew where you start. Fair. Not- so this game flashes all over the place, but he's going through in pretty much chronological, so that's all right. Yeah. But uh, So, yeah, you meet up with Rafe. You meet up with Sam. You kind of all talk about... Okay, we have this threat, or we have this clue. Let's move on. It's supposed to be. I forget the clue that Sam says, like where it is. It's kind of there was a letter that was in the tallest tower of this prison, right? Back in the old prison, right? In a cross. Yeah, yeah. But as they're about to escape, the war or the guard basically says, "Hey, I want more of a cut." Rafe ends up kind of tricking him to make it sound like they're going to cut him in and then he literally cuts him with a, a shiv and as they're escaping from the prison the guards heard a gunshot that the guard shot off and Sam gets shot in the process and we think he dies it's revealed later that he's not dead but he falls down Drake and Rafe escape the prison and they kind of like split ways from there well, it, it you don't see this, but it does say that Nathan helps him look for it for a while. Yeah, it, it's not like an immediate split. So, like, what it is is they work together, and they're still trying to find the treasure because they just well they it's assume it. that he's dead, but they still look for it because they have the cross which says to go to the place in Scotland. Yeah, but they don't find anything. So then, over the years, they just kind of part ways, and they find out about Scotland with Sam later. They find out about first because, but they just never find out where yeah, it is. When until, you go to Scotland, until, Nathan says, "I I helped him look for a while." Yeah, That's why they forgot that. Yep. Yeah. It's Dude, fine. Just he's all small, like, he he even has a thing. comment like, I can't believe I didn't find all this. Because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I would probably looked in those buildings. Because <laughs> well, he also asks, like, you know, because Nathan also says, like, oh, I, you know, he's like, I thought you were dead. You know, I thought you were dead for the longest time. You know, I looked at, you know, me, me you know, I was looking at for you all, all over the place with Rafe and we never found you. And then he's like, how could you work with Rafe? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we were trying to find it and blah, blah, blah. But cool. yeah, it's fine. Cool. Um,. <clears throat> So now, 15 years later, Drake is, or Nathan, he's married with Elena. They are, he kind of works for this underwater, like, deep salvage type company. I like to think of, can I make move references all the time? I think Sahara in this. You've never seen it. Nobody knows what that is. What? Never mind. Uh, Sahara, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. So anyway, that's basically what they do. They work for a company that find relics or or just, like, 
little things underwater and they look well, for wrecks yeah they, they were digging a, a there was a storage crate no but it was a, a truck tr- truck that fell off the bridge if you the look up like the, it was yeah. a recent accident like they just yeah the trailer oh, it's, it's a trailer i completely missed right? that it what, was yeah, an accident what you're hooking yeah. is the trailer no i know i know i i i, I know <laughs> what they pulled up i just completely missed so why a, it was down it's there. a salvage company well, so if something gets rest how did you think it got down there i mean obviously at some point but i didn't know it had just happened those things fall off of boats all the time mm-hmm. it could totally yeah. be yeah that's why there's salvage companies in the real world no there are yeah it, it's exactly it's a realistic profession right so the guy that so then works, there was a sword fight there was a sword the, fight <laughs> the guy that works with drake tells him about this malaysia job and he's you see this like complete change in drake he's like no we're not gonna do it because it's illegal as he goes home you kind of get this idea that Drake is still longing for adventure. He's talking with Lane, and you see this picture, and he kind of just like dozes off on his own. So one day late at night, he's working at the office, and Sam comes waltzing in. Uh, first time you've seen him in 15 years. He's like, what the fuck? Hey. Anyway, I'll get back to that as well. He tells him a story about how he got out of prison by this guy, the drug lord, Hector Alcazar, and that... In escaping, Hector basically wants part of the treasure, half of it, and gives him three months to find the treasure. Otherwise, he'll die. So he comes to Nathan and he's like, I really need your help. Like, I'm going to die if you don't do this. Nathan decides to not tell. Quick, Quick side note. Nate says, hey, I can't do this. You should call. Who does he tell him to call? Cutter. Charlie Cutter. Oh, yeah. From Uncharted 3. Yeah. But go on. But uh, Nathan decides better. to help him, and he also decides to not tell his wife, Elena, the truth. He instead makes up the excuse that the Malaysia job, they got the permits for it, and they're going to go do that. So as they leave, they start out in Italy, correct, when they meet up with Sully? No, they go to, Scot- they go to Scotland. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty sure they go to Scott. Or no, 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 they, go no, to they, go the, they, they have go to go to the cross. Oh no, Italy. They I know what you're saying. Sorry, I was right. thinking. I was thinking. Uh, you're saying Italy. I'm thinking you're you're talking about uh, Africa with uh, Madagascar. But no, yes, you're right. No, yeah, no, that's, it, the, that's later. Italy. Yes, yes, yes. So they go to Italy to find the other cross, like kind of the other clue for where because it's being auctioned on. off at, at the. Well, they don't know it's being auctioned off yet, but yeah, no, they do because Sully. They know it's an that's how they, that's how they get Sully to get them in. They find Sully. It turns out that it was supposed to be hidden somewhere. It gets put out on auction early. And they also run into... Or I should say, Sully runs into this woman, Nadine. We don't know it yet, but she's working with Rafe. And... I thought they do know that, because when Sully and and Nadine talk, she mentions that she's with Rafe, and I think that's how Sully finds out. Not at first. Not at first. Whatever. They end up finding out they are working together. he talks to Rafe, and then there's this whole reveal where he's like, oh, and she's working with him, too. Yeah. They end up finding out they're working together, but when when they first run into each other, he's like, oh, I just found Nadine here. Anyway, Rafe and them try to get the cross. They run away with the cross, and when they find it, they find out that it leads them over to Scotland. And from there, they do some more looking around. There's a lot of... <laughs> That's like, the best, best video game ever. They do some more looking around. They, they, <laughs> they find people clues died. starting at Henry Avery's gravesite and going on from there. <clears throat> right. Supposed gravesite. Yes. From there, they find this chamber uh, that shines a light down 
shows Madagascar, and it has uh, this other cave. Again, very much like all the other Uncharted. Find a clue, sends them to another place. Find a clue, sends them to another place. Lots of crate pushing. A, a lot of crate pushing. A little bit of tomb raiding. Oh dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I want to kill you so much right now. <laughs> um, so anyway, they go to Madagascar, and while they're there, they find out about some towers nearby that have... Use a winch. What? They use a winch. How detailed do you want me to get with how they traverse the area there? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. Okay. <laughs> they find some towers that they need to find. Like the Avery and Nadine, I should say more Nadine's men and Avery are already looking through a bunch of the towers. They have 12 different ones that Rafe. are there. What? Avery's the pirate. Nadine's My bad. Rafe. A- Rafe, 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 Rafe. Just think of Rafe Raff. They're, and Rafe they're, Raff? they're discovering that the um, towers all have sigils of other famous pirates. Correct. They all have uh, different sigils, but there's a certain symbol on a coin that they found from the cave that told them to go to Madagascar. There's only two towers that have it. It's basically the symbol in one way or the other. So they go to look for both of them. They split up. And then in that splitting up, at one point, they kind of reunite, but with Rafe having, uh, Rafe and Aiden having Sam hostage or they they kind of catch up rafe gives you a call and was like hey i intercepted all your text messages and i'm gps tracking you so i'm gonna kill you right anyway when they find when they kind of like what do you call it so they go to save uh rafe by meet up you mean have a gigantic chase yeah car chase with a no this this is like what do you call it Oh, shoot, I skipped ahead. I skipped ahead in my head, but sorry. I skipped ahead in my head. Yeah, so they do this car chase, all this kind of stuff. And then finally... I mean, I'm okay with you pushing forward, but yeah, that's no, kind sorry. of a big yeah. one. They're, that they're was a very big one. There's there's this like huge car chase and such. And they, they finally like kind of like split off. They get away. And they're then Elena shows up. Yeah, Elena shows up at the house. Elena shows up at the... Then there's the epilogue. Yeah, it just all happens. Elena shows up at their house, and this is when Nate realizes... Or she realizes all of this was a lie she decides to leave they oh, she knew way before that she suspected but she didn't we'll really get there just know. continue continue um continue, continue. anyway so she learns about that about also this is the first time now that she has now heard or seen sam so she's pissed off a secret that he's been keeping for like 15 years but they leave they go to the islands of or that are off of the king's bay where they find this lost city founded by a bunch of pirates called Libertalia. When when they're there, they're trying to find basically still Avery's treasure, like Avery's house. They see a bunch of different houses there. They are about to get captured again by Rafe. And then this is where Drake finds out that this whole, like he, Drake tries to rationale with Rafe and say like hey don't kill us like just give us a little bit of a cut just so I can save my brother like that's all we're doing this for like you can keep the treasure and Rafe is like what are you talking about I got him out of the prison like Alcazar died six months ago yeah Alcazar died in a firefight like like what he told you is all wrong so Drake has now realized he's on this mission for completely wrong reasons than what he was thinking at, at first he falls off of a cliff well he still tries to save his brother even though he lied to him but right. then sam jumps in front of the bullet and his <sighs> bullet wound actually knocks drake off right yeah exactly cliff. so yeah he falls off of the cliff when rafe tries to shoot nathan sam saves him from that elena shows back up to kind of heal him and at that point when they when it when she finds him 
we rewind back in time to when Drake and Sam were young again. They go through the orphanage and... The mansion. They break into Sorry, yeah. Something. They go through the mansion. This is also where they find this notebook from their mom. They find her notebook and this is how we find out why they started this whole treasure hunt or journey from when they were little kids. Find After, out why he's called Nathan Drake. Correct. To that in a second. But His name is Morgan. Right. Yes, his last name is Morgan. So after they find the notebook, unfortunately, the woman who owns the, or actually that their mother worked for (laughs) in a very bad typing dies of a heart attack as she's about to, she already called the cops because they broke in. Anyway, because of this, they're now on the run and they're like, crap, we can't do anything. You can't go to work and I can't go back to the orphanage. And so this is when Nathan and Sam take on the name Drake. Then we fast forward back in time. We see Elena going through finding the treasure with Nate. We get to a point where the, we've also found out now that Avery and kind of his second-hand man, another head pirate, the two of them Twos? basically trick two, two, two yeah, Thomas two, two. trick yes. all the other pirate lords of Libertalia to a meeting, kill them all to take the treasures by themselves. Then after they'd already killed all the villagers, but go on, yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> that was before that. But, I, but uh, they, what do you call it? The two of them start turning on each other, and so they end up killing each other. But at the same time, Nadine, by the two of them, I mean Troy and Avery, Nadine is starting to tell Rafe, not Avery, Rafe, that she's kind of done with this. Like a lot, of, like so many of her men have already died. She's got a bunch of treasure. She's about to leave, and Avery is basically saying the ship where Avery has all of this stuff is right there. Don't leave. Mercenaries turn on Nadine because, of course, all they care about is money. And Rafe is offering them more. Then they get onto the ship. Rafe and Nate go through a sword fight. Rafe dies. Sam and Nate leave. They get off the island. Fast forward, and then we have an epilogue. I was, epilogue. Sorry, I was trying to remember log. how... It's an epilogue. epilogue. <laughs> Damn it. I was right but, the first time. Sorry. I was trying to remember how he died. Because I, I was like, I don't remember stabbing him or anything. He, he oh, no, sliced no, he, the rope and then yeah. he gets crushed the, by the, the treasure. Yeah. The treasure falls on him. Yeah. Um, what a like, dumb way to die. The crate Acme crate anvil. Wait. Yeah, the crate white full. If only he had, like, I don't know, taken some stuff and grown into a giant blue monster or something. It probably would have hey, been way better. Don't, don't <laughs> talk shit about how there's no supernatural stuff in this game, all right? Sorry. Epilogue. <laughs> yeah, so we get to the epilogue, and then this is where we see Cassie, or Casey, Cassie. Is it, uh, Cassie, I think. Is it Cassie? I think it's Cassie. Oh, yeah, yeah cause anyway. Cassie, short for Cassandra, which was his mom's name. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, Cassie. Voiced by? A woman. I'll get to that. Nolan North. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Baker. <laughs> no, it's actually Troy Baker and Nolan North. <laughs> I was going to do voice actors later. But anyway, uh, so Cassie finds... I Melissa Hutchinson? Was that? I think so. She's yeah. uh, Ellie, right? Yeah. No, not Ellie. Ellie was Perfect. Johnson. Okay, now I'm not sure. I, th- I could have sworn it was her. We'll no, get to that. We'll it definitely that. wasn't Ashley Johnson. I thought it was Melissa, H- Melissa Hutchinson who does... What's her name from Walking Dead? We're so close Clem. to the end. You're killing Alberto. All right, go ahead, Alberto. Explode. Oh, um, oh. Caitlin Dever. Oh, is it? Um, yes. Okay. Bummer. We All were right. both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they get to the end. Cassie has found the long lost like little treasures that Nate has kept from his journeys, 
And this is when he finds out that his dad and mom are actually quite badasses. Her. her. <laughs> sorry, her, sorry. She finds out that her dad and mom are actually quite badasses. And, uh, and they have awesome houses on the beach. They do. They have two very cute little houses on the beach. And then that's the... He tells her the story. They go off on a boat. And that's the end. With a dog. Half. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They have a What's golden What's the dog's receiver. name? I can't remember. It's a her, and I forget their her name. I know it's a her. I thought there was a reason for the name. I'm pretty sure they, they do. do. She calls yeah. the dog at one point. Let me oh. let me ask you guys. At, at one point in the middle of this game, I wrote down a note. I bet you she's pregnant before the end. Do you think that that counts? No. No. Absolutely not. I don't no. think that. Counts. That's supposed to be. In the, that's supposed to be. No. Like, you know, like years in the future. Even no, though no. I mean, like, so, like, my note halfway through the game is. What's Elena think, is going to be pregnant before the end of this game? I don't think Elena no. has been pregnant in this game at all. I do not either. That's actually very true. Because the age, the age of what Cassie looks like, I would count it if I saw a young, picture and, that and showed Elena pregnant. I, no, no, no. Yeah, and like the years that are supposed to have passed is way more than what would have been. Sorry, what I'm I'm not trying to say that she was pregnant during the telling of the game. I was trying to say that it was an obvious note that she would that they would tug on maternal instincts as a part of the story but before the end of the game. I would then still say no. I would still say no. What maternal instincts did they tug on during the game? They introduced her child. But that's the epilogue. That's after maternal, the game. Maternal instincts for me, <laughs> I interpret that as someone who's acting in a way in the safety of their Yeah, the child. only the only maternal instincts the, I can like see in this saying, game is scene not That's like saying you're calling something and then five sequels down the line, they put that in you're saying, I called that. Hold, hold <laughs> on the scene that I saw in my head was... Oh, we're both glad that you've made it home, Nate. And he's like, both? And he's like, yeah. And then she touches her stomach, right? That, that never happened. It never I happened. I didn't say it happens, but... It would be an obvious scene. Like, it seems like the kind of thing that you totally see in there. They just didn't actually do it. It would be the I thing that if they, they decide like to make a, like another uncharted game that also stars nathan drake in it then they could go back and have that scene that you're talking about no because now the kid's already alive there's it's not a surprise anymore exactly, exactly why they, they can't do that they made another game and they put it between the epilogue but and you already know that they've got a kid so that that scene doesn't but that that's hold where any that weight scene anymore could exist but they still do that in that non-existent game because it doesn't have the, the the surprise right they still but that's the whole point of that scene yeah but they still do that like look at um God of War, right? After they, they finished the trilogy, they went back and did that horrible prequel, right? And, you know, they show Kratos' family getting married. Well, we already seen that happen in the third one, and we knew it happened since the first one. So it doesn't really carry much weight, but they still did it anyways. I, I think you're You probably shouldn't be looking but... at God of War as, like, a, <laughs> I'm not a bastion of I'm storytelling. Not, I'm not talking about it as great storytelling. I'm just saying that it happens. So. But God of War does have a kid. Later on, so he does. That's true. <laughs> My favorite character is God of War. Maybe <laughs> we still don't officially know. Like supposedly, you know. I think it totally hit the same. Okay, note. well, yes, you were right. <laughs> is that what you wanted I, to say? I didn't say I was right because obviously she wasn't pregnant, and that's not the way they chose to tell that story. But they got the same. St- story beat by introducing their children i think the maternal instinct they were going for was when to tell cassie and if she's going to be an I adventure and if it, they're going to still encourage that kind of thing because they both have given it up at this point i don't think it was anything to do with maternal instinct i think it was just a, gr- a good way to end the series and say like hey look if there's no more uncharted ever again we've wrapped it up nightly nice nightly 
nicely. Oh, they could just <laughs> and neatly oh, into I a bow. The Adventures of Cassie Drake. Or Cassie well, Drake. Oh, I thought it was Sam and. I'm saying, you know, Sam and Sully. Yeah, they've wrapped it up, you know, very neatly. So, like, if there's no more Uncharted, everything's great. People got the ending they wanted. They didn't kill Nate. And if they want to do more, they could either do things like, yeah, the adventures of Sam and Sully. They could do Cassie when she becomes, say, like a teenager. And she starts on her adventures. So they how, have how options. How they deal with the Last of Us zombies. I don't know and if. They don't have to deal. They don't have to put Nate in a game again because now they can say, like, hey, it's Nathan's adventures are over. But this is Sam and Sully's or this is Cassie's adventures or I don't hey, think we're just done. This was introducing just- a brand new character in the last five minutes is a good way to resolve things. It's maybe not a great way, but it's a, it's a way to wrap it up without. I think with pissing off the least amount of people. I thought I took it as like a happy ending. So did like, I. That's what know, I'm saying. They yes, live it's on a the happy, beach and they have it's a, a happy beautiful daughter and a dog and the fewest people nice. possible are upset with this ending. And from what I've heard, most people like the ending slash love the ending. But the people I don't know that I thought, it was, re- a, I thought it was really cute. The people who have a complaint, it's very small. Good. Like they could have easily have just completely alienated a whole bunch of their user base yeah uh, my girlfriend really doesn't like the ending because she wants more uncharted games and but they but that's a possibility <laughs> they, right? she, they left nine ways to do yeah that's uncharted what I mean. games. exactly that's what i'm saying they left it open but she while wants also closing she wants the same exact game over and over again so like the fact that uh nathan got all old like she doesn't want nathan to ever get old like his it, it's salmon his so gradual aging throughout the series and this game she really dislikes but even so, if they wanted to do nate there still, is right they could do like what they did with gears of war right where they have old man marcus now they could have old man nate right? i i totally agree with you but and he comes back I'm for just, the adventure to save his daughter letting like. her opinion be known that there are people out there that just want these same uncharted games over and over again because they're really enjoyable so <laughs> i i think that's that, that not true <laughs> I, I think that if you throw sam and and sully it's the exact same game absolutely just, if just, you have cassie it's the same game that's not the point of like a different yeah. game but it's just saying if they want to go down the well one more time they have that opportunity if they just want to say you know what we've we've um done this enough and we're ready to move on they've wrapped it up Neat. Speaking of which, did you guys see the the shout out to Amy Hennig in the credits? Yes, yes. I did. I thought that was well. Um, they had to. I mean, she was pivotal in the first three games. Right. <laughs> yeah. She like that would have been really poor taste if they didn't at least say like, "Thanks, Amy." You know, I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I thought it was a a nice. Yeah. Plus, she thing was to do. She was involved in the fourth one till she left, and then they rewrote it. But she initially had written a partial script for the fourth one it was different but it was still like the fourth game uh, so it makes sense that yeah but i i know what you mean like yeah i agree it was very nice of them to like acknowledge um, her contributions even though she wasn't so well. you went through that story real fast and there was a bunch of things i wanted to bring up and now i don't remember any of them what do you guys think about the differences in the way those companions are with you throughout these games. I really love I'm including Last of Us. Uh, yeah, so, just well, that slightly, makes sense because way. Neil and, and Bruce, right, they did The Last of Us, and Ellie was such a good companion because she was there and she could help, but, like, she didn't get in the way of your fight. She would either try to hide with you or even if she was, like, running around and you're like, how are they not seeing her? But, you know, it's just, like, they didn't, it didn't cause you a negative effect. And they obviously took that and added it into Uncharted 4. I... I was thinking about it particularly with the boost up mechanic that it was mostly in Last of Us. Which I thought that too, but you here. know what? They did that in Uncharted 2. A lot. Yeah. 
Oh. They, they had a thing where, like, yeah, Nate would boost up, like, Elena when they were, like, remember or after Chloe. they, they so, found Elena? Yeah, or Chloe, too. And sorry. There was a couple jokes. Uh, Sully, too. Yeah, because like, he's... Sully. <laughs> but <know>. the thing... <laughs> The thing about that game, it was is it was always boost them up and knock over a ladder, right? But then in Last of Us, they had like half a dozen different ways of boost you up, and then you'll go around and drop something from the other side, or you'll you but know isn't that still lean a down a rope. It I think, functionally I think that was yes, actually in Uncharted but before Last of Us, I'm pretty sure. Well, Uncharted it, two definitely. Well, yeah. So it was like always the exact same thing, like all like step for step like jump up there push over push down the ladder right they had the crates and stuff too is what i'm saying i don't think I, <laughs> did you have what's the next crates? i don't think you had the pushing the, the crate to the thing to step on the crate and jump up the, the whole ledge. point was I think that was from the last of us there are a lot of different creative ways to boost the next character up and they and they got even more creative with the Varied, creative, different ways. That well, you yeah. There's the one up. scene where they're in, where Nate and Sam are in La Libertaria, and like Nate, he boosts him up, and then there's like this wooden bridge. So Sam walks over the bridge to get something to to drop for Nate, and the bridge like collapses. But because it collapses, like it's now like a wooden ladder, and you climb up that, and then you walk around, and then you're like, Sam, where the hell are you? And he's like. Oh, I was getting this to you know, and he pushes the thing down. Yeah, to and, to and like, up. and Nate has this whole like thirty-second freak out, like his brother just died <laughs> yeah. on, on on the cliff. You're like, whoa, that was chill kind of, out, dude. Yeah, I know what you mean with that. Um, like, and I there's, understand what you're there's one where he boosts uh, Elena up, and then something breaks, and he has to like go on a swinging adventure to get back up to her. Yeah, and the, like there's all kinds of weird different. Or there's the one. Well, I guess it's not really a boost. I was gonna say the elevator one where you're hanging from the elevator, but she's in the elevator, like. Because you couldn't oh, get it. I remember it. that. You're moving the vehicle up? Yes. But that was oh, not yeah. kind of what he's talking about. So I remember but, that. Comment. I mean, there's stuff like Ellie. There was a whole bunch of move the, what do you call them? Crate? The pallets. Move the pallets through the water things to, to move them yeah, around. Yeah, pallets. You would just, you would, um, she would stand up. Like, that I did really like from uh, Last of Us. I thought that was creative. But that wasn't even charter. No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, did I miss something? I'm like, I don't remember but, pushing a crate in the water. Like, I, I think of like, there's the whole push the thing over and then break the door, or push the thing over and then climb up. A, that they did a bunch in, in those games, and there was similar things that came back. Sorry. I, I think guess. one of the really cool ones that relates most to that was when Sully, Elena, and Nate were all pushing the crate to get over the ledge, and then the break for it breaks and so nate has to jump on top of it while sully and elena are like slowly keeping it held before having to just let it go oh um, over the wall you're talking about yeah the over car. the wall yeah, like, okay. when he actually like splits from them to yeah, go yeah. save sam that was a, that was such a bad like we need to separate mark sully and elena off so let's yeah. just make it so that he's the only one that jumps on the car i'm like okay you could, I understand. Like, you could throw something down, or you know, <laughs> yeah. Every other time, well, yeah. Unload the they boxes actually, and they call they them actually up. Say, they're, they're like, we have to find another way. And uh, Elena's like, we don't have any time. He has to go. Like every other time, you had time. And now, all of a <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you gotta. I don't know. This Susan. is about Elena versus Ellie, and I, how did we get here? Sam, I think it was mostly just the companion. 
So yeah. I, what I was yeah, talking I about they, was I, I really liked the way they emotionally portrayed Nathan and Elena's relationship at home and stuff like that. It gave me like the warm fuzzies and stuff like that. Like I, I felt really good about. Did you shed that. some tears? Not at, no, no, no. Yeah. Can on. I just say, no? Like I'm saying, I thought it was a, a really like a heartfelt like way to introduce their like married life and what their life is like now and stuff like that. After I like back how they played the... Crash Bandicoot, which we didn't yeah, mention. That was cool. <laughs> that, that was cool. They have like dinner together. That's gonna be a Sony reference. That. Oh well, I still, I still. He was talking about their home life. And, uh, like, Naughty Dog reference. Well, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I love the way that Naughty Dog has your companions, and then you, as you walk through environments, the companions start talking about the things in the environment. Yeah, they do um, that really well. They do that a lot more with this one with the optional conversations. They yeah, did it in the a, Last of Us too. I don't, Last of Us had I don't like it as for the Uncharted ones. I mean, like, yes. Well, that, you could see where they, where Neil and Bruce took that yeah. from. That I don't like it as much when you have to walk up and hit triangle. That's well, kind do, of funky. You, you Would hitting X be better? This, though. No, I mean square. You did that in no, the Last of Us. What he's saying, he doesn't like it. I, I don't like when you have oh. to go and do the prompt. I like it more when you're like walking through an area and they just start talking it's about the stuff there. I know there, what there was some I know cool moments. Mean, there I, was one where like when you're driving around Madagascar and there's like a cave with a waterfall behind it and you have to you'd like drive into the cave and when you drive back out it sounds like this is the first time I've had two showers in a single day in 15 years. <laughs> there's a lot of those jokes. Right? Like and he wouldn't have said that unless you actually drove into the cave. So there's one where of, you, you go down a, in same thing in Madagascar you can like stop and go down a well and like they make a joke like, oh, go into the well one more time, huh? <laughs> you know, but to, to Will's thing, I know what you mean. Like, it sucks to have to hit the button, but I also understand why they do that because they tell you enough, right? Just walking. But then if you want a little bit more or if you want to explore it, it gives you that option. So the button press gives Agreed. you that. Exp- so you can totally ah. miss things, right? And But it still makes sense. And I don't think you really know. Like, when I went back to get the, the platinum, there was, you know, one of the things is get all the optional conversations, right? And there were some of them that I got and I'm like, Oh, I didn't even know this existed or like I didn't even know that like I missed something because to me I like I didn't miss it. But when well, I heard the also, conversation yeah. I was I'm like also gonna, oh, that that kind of does fill in something but would I would rather argue? based off of that I kind of find it weird that you don't like it too much well because a small little spoiler of Mass Effect that's what Mass Effect is with all of the character exploration or like figuring out what each of the characters are about in Mass Effect the entire time. Like if you don't explore I'm, the no, ship and talk to them. I'm just saying it could be better. Yeah, I think in Mass Effect you have choices and it changes things. No, this no, no, doesn't I don't mean change that. No, I don't, no, I don't this mean that. I mean missing dialogue. No, I, I how mean, would you make it better? If you just walked into the room where the yeah, guy was and he started talking. And started but then you're getting everything, right? So you're n- you're not giving the player like, hey, do you you know like you can explore this, or you can you, like, or your story can be totally like you don't explore it. So you have the option of like, am I interested in this? I think it's just, or am I just like, no, that's not really part of my story. I don't care about like. I don't care about Alina's thought about the water or something, so I just want to go on. I just don't. I just don't see. Is it just for replay? Like, so you can go back and get all those? Like, I don't see what would be harmed if you didn't have to press triangle. Like, because then if you don't have to, if you don't have to press triangle, then you're just giving every player everything. Yes, there's a great example. Some players don't want everything. They want to make their story their thing, right? There's a great example. My Nate doesn't really care about, but uh, but but Sam's thoughts about. You know the ground. Like I'm pissed. Like to me, I'm not saying this as me personally. I'm just saying this could be a player, right? Me, you know, this player thinks that Sam is a complete asshole and Nate's getting duped, right? So I don't care about Sam's thoughts on this. So I don't want everything. I don't want Sam to sit there and be like, "Hey, remember the time we had fun? That was great." Like 
Well, if you're you, giving if you're them the option, say that, like you could also have the option to just mute all the dialogue in the game, like and well, you can mute set. all the dialogue. There's a the great example the where they're the go where they have the truck in the elevator, and as it first starts off, Elena has this incidental dialogue how she's talking about how the great view and things that are going along, and then she just stops and puts a giant triangle above her head, and so you're like, you press triangle, and then she finishes her conversation. It's just like. No, she doesn't no, that finish. Part, she finished that her part conversation. Made sense, she just actually. expanded on it. Of all the parts in the game, that was the best usage of that because no, that's, yes, that, no, that is just because continue she's the back. conversation. I'm no, just I'm in the elevator. There's no. nothing else I could do no, here. No, 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 no. Here I'm gonna actually argue oh, actually, because actually I know what I'm just talking about. He's there, I, like there. She's back and she is like she's still pretty upset with Nate about the whole lie of everything like why he's there not telling her about sam yeah, like yeah. all of that so by her kind of like giving a short little statement and then putting a triangle it's, but it also it's not, emulates it's not just, it's, so what it's, you're it's, saying is press triangle to pay your respects is a good mechanic no 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 this is different <laughs> oh my god because this is not just so we're missing a big point here which is not it's not just she's talking and the triangle appears it's she's talking she stops she walks away from nate turns her back to him looks out over the thing we were both standing right next to it she just moved over a foot she she moves and turns away like i don't want to talk to you right now i can't deal with you and then you have the option you can leave her and just like okay i understand she's pissed at me i'm just gonna leave it at that i would totally or agree I can with try you. to press the issue and continue i would totally agree with you if that changed anything but it all it does is doesn't give you that dialogue so you're not it's not a choice or anything like that it's just you didn't like want to choice. Yes, but at right. the same time but for it's me, optional which for, is the whole point for me also personally like it's one of those things where it kind of helps emulate a little bit where like you, like in real life you are talking to someone who you know is mad at you and then you can be like oh shoot do i do I talk to him? Like, exactly. Do I, I want to press like, the issue? Except or? there's no alternative. Your option is do you want to hear the story or not? To be yeah. honest, Nathan is already a pretty set in stone character no. when it comes to his personality. So you, they could have just left it entirely up to the script writers whether or not he presses it. Like You yeah. could hear his internal dialogue just... Oh, should I talk to her? Hey, Elena, are you okay? Or, you know, well, that's something the th- like yes, that. exactly, Derek. Like that's but the thing. It's they like they made it a button. Prompt do you instead. want everything? And do you want like no, the, but the scriptwriters to just to Nate- give you everything, well, or do you want to have a choice? Do I want to hear this or not? Do I care about this? I also would argue by putting it in as a button prompt that makes it more of an interactive. Like it, it makes the person who's playing it, at least me, if I hear Nate just be like. Oh hey, she, I don't know if I should say this. Like I'm hearing him say that, I don't really feel awkward myself. Whereas if I'm playing it as Nate, I'm like, shit. I know she's bad. like, I actually feel crap. Do I want to? The continue? only like what is the only say? crap that I felt say? like is oh shit. If I don't find my controller and press triangle, I'm gonna miss the story. Well, okay. Yeah. I would, who totally, cares? I would totally like, agree with you guys. That's if, the only point of playing the game is to hear the story. I would totally agree with you guys if during the stressful <laughs> experience you didn't interact with your wife at all, ended up with at the end your wife leaves you and you, at the end of the game sure. you and Sam drinking beer or something like that, then yeah, totally. Well, but you don't actually have any like say in what's going on really. It's just like, oh, you didn't want to hear this conversation. So you, neither of you have come up with a better solution. You're, you're, you're the only solution we you've did. come we up said, with don't is just don't put the triangle. Which is a terrible make, solution. That's not no, even a solution. That's just, let's just give you everything. The reason this came up is because Will, Will said he because likes the way no they organically say things. They do this all the time. Telling you everything. Here, that doesn't make any there's sense. A, there's a point where you, on your way to uh, Avery's, no, no, the first one, you go through this building, and if you choose to go to the upstairs of this building, there's a whole bedroom, and there's a, a rocking horse, and, and 
blocks and stuff. And I, I can't. Remember, I think it's Sam, right? Who's there with you? Elena. Uh, he's uh, not with you in the, any of the houses. The houses that are underwater. You're talking about no, like, no, no. The before that. Oh, 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 oh. You mean like the houses in La Libertaria? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it's. I think it's Sam. I think it's Sam. But so you you walk up here and they have this whole brief conversation about oh. Hey, there's there were people and there were kids and I can't believe this whole city. I didn't have to walk over to him and say, "Hey, what do you think about these kids?" Right? It was just this organic thing that happened in the moment because there that's was, what we were. But now that you mentioned that, there was one triangle button moment that was actually uh, poignant and I thought it was nice. So then you that now okay. So no, now I'm, you just now you just contradicted yourself. It's I know. E- it's either all that was or nothing. Just no, it's not all or nothing. They I'm, can do it well or they can do it at, like, I'm trying to say that I, they did so do it good one time. So you can either have button presses or no button presses. No, hold on. No, hold hold on. That's There's, not true at all. Most that's of the time. That's absolutely true. That, that's saying the only <laughs> options are movies or first-person shooters. There's plenty of no, things no, no, in between. No, no, no. Those, that's apples and oranges. That's a, You're saying that you only My only choice one is button no press? button press or button presses. You There's want, plenty of things in between. That's not plenty of things in between that. So you want one button press in the game. That would have pissed me off. If there's one time no. there's a button press. Let him finish they, his... I came around and said, actually, Will reminded me of a time when it was actually good. I didn't think of this until now. So I, I am agreeing with you that it can be done well, but I only found one time when it was done well. When you first find Libertaria, there's a place that's on a you patio. Sit down. And you sit down with your that brother and you guys like enjoy the worked. scenery. Yeah, that was cool. If they did that every time, then that was cool. But most of the time, it was just like you can keep walking. And it's the same thing as all these games where you listen to your headset while you're walking around. It was just like answer the call or something like that. But well, that the dialogue's it, it not, was done well. The dialogue's not especially the optional dialogue's not especially great because they have to make I, they have to know that the fact that you could miss it, so they can't be like, "Hey, here's the super plot point in in the triangle press." Because actually, you know, another good time when they did it, uh, people would be pissed if they missed like massive story points. When Sam's not with you and you're texting him, and then he's trying to call you back, and all of a sudden you're. My, for me, all of a sudden the controller started vibrating, and I'm like, "Why is the you controller can the vibrating?" Yeah, yeah. That, that happened to Kristen too. This oh, time, like, she's like, "What? Huh? Oh, he's What's calling going? me." Oh, oh, first triangle to answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool. There's, yeah. there's also the points where you actually interact with things that are far better uses of the optional dialogue bits. Like, if the, I'd say that they could completely drop all of the button prompts, other than for maybe the sitting one and some others if they did it like that like they had this point where you're in madagascar after you've already driven all over the place you know we're in you're in the city before the car chase mm-hmm. uh, you're able to walk around and there's like a guy with a monkey and you can feed the monkey lemur or yeah the lemur and then the lemur will come and jump on you that's a way better way of doing some optional side stuff yeah. There's all or optional side dialogue. There's also you can enter a building that's for what's the word I'm looking for? They believe it or not, the lemur is considered part of the optional dialogue. Yeah, no, but that's the whole point. But they don't do it where it's just press triangle and then people start I, talking. I Instead, agree. There was definitely there was definitely parts it, that like okay, so, I didn't need a triangle here, but like but I didn't need the dialogue at all. It's not like oh, I just didn't need the button press. I just right. I didn't need what. But that like, was what a they were good use about. of. I agree. Side dialogue, and they could have also. Um, they also had it a few times where it was simply they just started talking about something. If you entered an optional side area like that, I can't remember what the hell it's called. They enter an area that's for going to different places. What's like an elevator? Embassy. What? <laughs> it's like uh, a car. They entered a car. Um, Airplane. Uh, <laughs> All right. Wagon. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's what like part a of the checkpoint game? To, it's when they're still in Madagascar. Like a checkpoint to get into another part of a country to enter a country or oh, something. Oh, customs? 
Yeah, there you go, customs. They're gonna go through customs and there's a long line. And then they're joking about it. And either Sully or or Nathan is like, well, this is better than the customs for Ardstotska. When did that ever happen? I don't that was in Madagascar. <laughs> I did it's customs? Big, I don't remember customs at all, man. It was yeah, there was completely no side. No, it was a side optional area. I completely missed it when I played through. But then when I went back to look up secrets, a developer from Naughty Got Dog left, and he made uh, Papers Please, which is why they yeah, referenced. Correct. It. Yeah. But I just didn't get that. I yeah. No. I wish I did. Just, I really like Papers Please. It was please. a side area. When they just but you were actually you actually Not went into customs because like I remember the game from my recent playthrough. Like you're like, oh, we're gonna go to Madagascar, and then like good you're thing we Jeep. rented this Jeep. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. It was, they, it was once they got to the city after having driven all over the place. Okay. It was just this little side area that you could walk into. They never oh, actually go through. Okay. They just oh, talk about it and joke. There's a bunch of people standing in line, and then yeah, and then they just walk out and then keep on going to the tower. Oh, cool. I just thought I had to like because I tried to walk through the line and the guy's like don't cut I was like what oh that's cool I, I wish I saw that so yeah there are, that I think, was a way I think better Brian, use I, of Brian I think dialogue. we've all come along and we liked some of those things so so me and Alberto are right no, no no you were Radio not Alberto. right I think I think that will we side dialogue is great but only make in moderation in- and in I, um, like how about the I totally agree to with you. Into. I totally agree with you. A lot to maybe a, three quarters of that side dialogue was boring. I'm not saying the dialogue is great. I'm just saying I don't have a problem with them saying like if you want additional stuff, to, you know. I don't. Want we it need to be some a button way. prompt though. Somebody, how else are you going to say it? Like you got, they just, just say it. Get in the area. I don't like that either. If That's you don't want it. Just walk away. Everybody loses. So then there's a character who's just sitting there talking to you, who you just That would walking. be even better. That'd be horrible. Nate, Nate, where, where are you going? Hey, wait. <laughs> but they don't do that. That would be really cool. They would you never know, do that. I they think were, that's the best argument I've heard they, for this they so do, far. They do do that. If you get out of the car when somebody's talking in Madagascar in like the desert area, you get out of the car and you explore something. And then when you get back in, you're like, what were you saying, Sam? And he's oh, like, yeah, oh, so where yes. we, oh, yeah. They have um, some of that, but that's very brief. But one other thing that they introduced in this game, I think they introduced in this that i didn't necessarily understand is in, the, in all these games you could pick up treasures right but in this game there's some things that are kind of treasures that you could yeah. pick up and turn around and look at and then put them back and then you put them back is there any reason for that like i especially think of one in the prison where you pick up this lock that looks like you can interact with it there's like a switch on the back and then you just put it back down it's like there were a there bunch of those no treasures was... in the prison like you don't like the one where you, where you play a same no, not that prison. I'm talking about the prison in Libertalia when they're like, even pirates needed a prison. Oh. No, I'm just talking about the all the... There's multiple items you can pick up, and I was like, oh, I got a treasure. Oh, no, I didn't. I have to put it back down on the like same... There's a, there's like, a thing yes. in twos where there's like a... So, was there any mechanic for that? Was it like a secret or something? No, I think it was just like, hey, there's some other stuff you can... I just, yeah. I just did not get that. It was like, <clears throat> somebody wanted to model something, but they didn't have I, any room for treasures left or something. <laughs> I, have this, I have this notum here somewhere. No, treasures all of, all of the when you pick it up, like immediate, yeah. immediate, it'll immediately ping that you've got the treasure. Yeah. I have this note that all of the treasure, as in the collectibles, are just random shit. It like never but, means anything. But it's always just that. It's been that way from every yeah, charter. Some of them like, are like, Easter what? eggs, though. Yeah, like what? Like there's a. They have one that is uh, the collectibles that was from. God damn it, Crash Bandicoot, and then they also had the collectibles from the Jack and Daxter games. Wait, they had a precursor. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. (laughs) I was gonna say I don't even think that the things 
a lot of the times didn't even make sense. Like I'd be in a dining room and I like pick up a baseball bat. Like what? I, it, I don't know. This is just random shit all over the place. I understand what you're talking about, but when did you pick up a baseball bat? No, well, that's the whole thing. I know, you, I know. you don't get the joke if you didn't care about the games or anything like that. But I'm sure there's a Naughty Dog fan somewhere that really cares about all their games. Yes, but most of the most of the treasures are not Easter eggs. There's only a small like most of them are like what Will's saying. Like you pick up this random bowl or this yeah. like knife, and you're like, "Great, okay, sure." Here, well, you, you picked a, up a bong. Like that was my okay. point. Okay, the, the collectibles are just that. They're the treasures are just collectibles for your uh, ultimate yeah. playthrough. It's same as the dialogue options you need to collect. It's just another collectible, really. I mean, the dialogue's not great, so I, I don't. I don't I don't uh, disagree with that. I mean, if the dialogue was better, I would I would disagree more. I mean, the dialogue, the optional dialogue is not great, but it's not great because it's optional dialogue, right? They yeah. can't. They, I mean, not right. only is it just like, hey, we have to, we only have X amount of dialogue. We can really, you know, like they're going to run out of good dialogue eventually, right? But also, like, we can't make it that great anyways because it's optional so if you miss it like people are going to be pissed if it's like oh hey here's this super cool thing about the story and you only got it if you went over to this one area and hit triangle like people would be pissed you know hey. those sea shanties in assassin's creed black flag were really cool it comes to mind as a collectible dialogue thing same thing though right i think yeah. of like uh, it doesn't matter if you collect it it doesn't change the story but yeah it's cool if you like yeah. but yeah well, the dialogue's not great for that what was the uh shadow of mortar all of the collectibles in Shadow Mordor had like a little paragraph written about them, and then they voiced all of those paragraphs. And so it was actually, for me, interesting listening to what their backstory for those items. Like, yeah. It probably would be interesting. I, I never had the time to sit there and listen. I'm like, okay, I got it. I just want to move Wait, on. Couldn't you listen to it like as you pick those up? You do. I don't think in that game you could so like, continue, but... So, like, in Uncharted, if when you like, picked up a treasure, oh, he, like, talked about it. He's like, oh, the ancient whatever's actually used these to, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Why, why is this actually, piece of junk any better than the 13 other pieces of junk that are sitting in this room? Yeah. <laughs> you know because he's Nathan Drake, man, and he knows all. He knows what's the most rarest of, of well, objects. Sure. I imagine at the, yeah, but tell me why. <laughs> if, I don't know. If the, if the, yeah, I what I would like, actually, is if the treasures in the Uncharted games are within this one if they had done the same thing like the totems did for until dawn like if there was like a flashback as to why it, like had it show up there hmm. a flashback yeah, for the yeah. the objects man there's like, like a couple 60 seconds. objects that's like a couple be, seconds that's like another it, like 10 hours of no like of it, 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 it would take no more time than like the just doom and like it showing up like you pick it up and it just like yeah whoosh, but like until dawn had like shows you until then, dawn had like eight or seven or eight totems right or maybe 10 whatever but there's like 65 treasures that would what be if, like, What if at the end of the game when you're you had the, like a minute for each of them, you're talking about just an extra hour. I didn't say a minute. Even the totems in, in Until they Dawn, were they were a, like tops five seconds No, each. some of them. Well, yeah, you're right. But that's only because they were they were telling you something. So they were trying to hide. Right. So like it doesn't have to be But what's five seconds going to tell you? What if at the end of the game in the ship when you actually found the real treasure, you could pick up each individual piece? It was oh, like geez. those glitter lights everywhere. That'd be great. All right, Troll. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Good joke. Good joke. I kind of... So, two different points. In the epilogue and in the attic, yeah, you go back and you look through your notebooks of the previous games. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, Yeah, we totally missed the attic part in the... In the I mean, I know yeah, you... Yeah, I forgot you know, to mention I, that I know, at the very beginning. I wasn't, yeah. like, actually, like... Like, I understand where you skipped it, but, yeah, the attic... Well, yeah. I think it... 
I like that whole looking I've, through those notebooks was really cool and uh, had like uh, nostalgic feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it would have been really cool if they like looked at your trophies and like added pages or didn't add pages depending on which trophies you had. That would have been really cool. But they would have only but, been able to do that if you had the collection, though. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's PS4, right? Yeah, but trophies carry between. Yeah, but then PSN trophies. I don't know if they actually like. And the game was Does only on one Does the PSN on even thing. have that ability? To really well, if they, if they incorporated there it or if they could, that, that would have been yeah. done on PlayStation before. One. The, they could read your memory card. I mean, I'm sure they could do that. Yeah, but there, that wasn't the, that wasn't over the PSN. There was one where, like, the Metal Solid Four gave you different prompts depending on which games you had played. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be like, "Oh, you look like you're a guy who likes Mega Man." You mean the thing that they stole from the first game? Yeah. Well. Wow. Oh, so you like Castlevania? <laughs> exactly. Like the it's, it's fight. possible. It's anyway. Speaking of the attic, though, I do like how when at least when you're looking at it with uh, Nathan at the beginning, you find your mom's journal. But of course, you have no idea what it is. It's just like this random journal that you see in there, and it's the only one that if you try to look at like all the other ones have a photo inside, and you can pick it out and look at the actual photo. That's the only one that. You pick it out and then he like immediately puts it right back away because of course he thinks Sam is dead and it's a photo of him and Sam yeah. and yeah. we don't see that photo like, until the end with Cassie. Painful memories or like don't want to bring up those bad memories or yeah. something like that. But also they didn't take we the don't picture yet there. later on in the game so they don't know what the picture looks like yet. So it's kind of like Inception. Mm-hmm. The attic, I also like the Nerf the Nerf uh, gun. The, yes, the, Tommy, the, yeah. the little t- <laughs> no, 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 the they were uh, or whatever like little like balls, ping pong balls, yeah, kind of thing. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I liked the whole. And he design. like he even like even does it like you know like like a fight like he's like hiding behind he's like like the music and everything hiding behind the, like, the walls and stuff and that, pops out. That was one of the first. Uh, that was one of I think is like the second trophy I got in the game, and yeah, then I looked at it, them. and more people beat the game on hard than got that trophy. That happened <laughs> to me like, when I yeah, when I played I it on hard. The, I didn't get that I until did, I replayed it. I, was I like, know. What? Me too. And I think it's because there's the one that's like tucked away and you can miss. Because that's what happened to there, me. There, there was a couple one up by the ceiling that I did not get the first Most time. Most of them were pretty high, but... Anyway. I thought the overall, thought the, like, going through their house and, like, I went in, like, all the rooms and looked at stuff and everything was, like, really detailed and stuff like that. Yeah, that was really like, cool. the bathroom like, was, like, there's, like, stuff all over the they're place. They're both very messy. Like, yeah. And you can feel, like, their presence in that house, kind of. I thought that was really cool. And the there's a, a certain things you can look at and stuff like that. I think this would probably be a good time for you and me to duke it out about Elena. I was just about to say, I kind of want to talk about Elena. You go first. I think... Okay. For people that have not heard the last podcast about this, I am in love with Elena. Let me get comfortable. So, and I, I believe Will's feeling was she was a boring character that didn't matter at all. Yep. Exactly. That you can Will take her... Chloe he, a he, lot he's argued in the past uh, podcast, if you ever heard them, that you could take Elena out of the game and it would be the exact same thing. So, I'm very interested to hear what he says. I think Elena in this game was much better than she's ever bid the entire series. Yeah, totally. That was like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> so much above and beyond everything she's been before. It it almost felt like she was a different character. And there's there were a couple of like little one-liners when she was up and talking about how Avery's house was a fixer-upper. I was like, oh, there's her old character kind of creeping back in. But for the majority of the game, not discounting the epilogue she seems more like contemplative and kind of 
you see like she's like hurt by the things that Nate's doing. She you can see the uh, emotional investment in in the things that are going on in the story. I think she's done way way better in this game than she'd ever been done before. So I'm gonna go ahead and say I am very surprised by what you said. Like before even bringing up Elena, I was thinking in my head. So I, I kind of want to talk about how one thing that I really like about Elena is the fact that yes, like you can see that she's mad about something and she doesn't actually say something. And I like I heard a will voice in my head saying so she's interesting by the things that she doesn't say <laughs> sometimes yeah but yeah but yeah like I, I i completely agree with you like they're like that conversation on the phone felt just like the end of last of us that's all that i'm gonna say about last of us fair I, but where, fair. She, where she's on the phone and she's like oh okay go back to your your digging then or your your underwater salvage because I'm sure that's what you're doing. Like yeah. she didn't quite say it that way, you. but yeah, yeah. And I, I like actually when from the beginning of the game, this is one of the first times that when Nate first decides to lie to her about it, I was yelling because I knew it was like nothing was going to go good from there. And when she gets brought back into the game, I it's I actually want to say that this game brought up. A little bit more of a mature mature topic of like being truthful with someone that you care about or just fidelity and actually not fidelity would be a little bit too far of a stretch with that but just the, like what it can be like to honestly completely distrust someone with information that you like it's you should be telling them basically everything or at least like have that kind of trust that's you don't have to keep them like keep anything from them one thing one of the quotes that she says that i like a lot is like whatever it is you're supposed to come to me with them so that we can work through them together well well, i think one of the reasons why you're like mad that he's lying to her is because she just had the conversation where she like sees he's like daydreaming about adventuring again and she's like take the malaysia job just do it like i know you promised me but i don't care you know, like, I want you to be happy. And, like, that's why it's so effective because, like, you know, like, she actually cares about you and she mm-hmm. wants your best interest. And she wouldn't be mad if you were like, hey, my brother just came here and we have to go adventure again and save his life. And that's why it's so effective that he felt like he had to lie to her, yeah. I feel like. But I think, like, the the moral is, like, happily ever after is hard fucking work. You mm-hmm. still got to... You can't just coast. Oh, yeah, no. That's what I was saying about the warm fuzzies earlier. Like, every part of the way their relationship is portrayed in this game, I thought was really, really good. And it's when they're having dinner together. I love how it's warm fuzzies in that it's, it just, it's, it's, it makes you feel good because it feels real, not because it feels good. Yeah. That I think is really impressive too. Yeah. But but to disagree with you a little bit about Elena, because I did enjoy Elena's presence throughout the series, I feel like the thing that, changed for her where she didn't really obviously like the characters changed and everything like that but what really her big shift is she was before she was concerned about her job and herself and she didn't really care about nate or anything like that and the big progression here is the their relationship has gotten so much stronger and and throughout the whole series like in the second series like she's fed up with him and she doesn't want anything to do with him and I don't know if maybe that affects your view on her at all because you're playing the character that she doesn't want anything to do with and you're like, well, get out of my freaking game then, Missy. I I, I don't think that my feelings for her were I don't, like, strong. I, she just felt 
what you had said shallow yeah what you said about that but i don't feel i didn't feel like she was a shallow character i just felt like she had her own motivations and they weren't necessarily in line with yours and i'm not meaning that as like a to say you're wrong or anything that's just the way i felt about it like i don't think she was a weak character before like she was really into her journal journalism career and stuff like that and i thought it was cool how she was doing her own thing in the second game as well so while we're talking about this great strong female character why don't we talk about how this game completely not completely fails gets the lowest possible rating lowest possible successful rating on the bechdel norman bechdel how's it just the bechdel test yeah i mean i'm I'm so the first step is there is more than one woman in the, the so that's at least a thing women never talk to each other in this entire it's yeah, what? I don't think there two women ever talk to each other in this game. I don't what? think they're in the same room. <laughs> I mean, maybe the party, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't think the two main female characters in this game are ever in the same area, are they? That is correct. The old maybe. lady's never in the same room with anybody. I mean, she's the, the old lady a, makes she's a, a minor character. Sense, anyway. She's she lives at home by herself. Right. So, yeah. Two female characters never talk. But so I guess my my question is how what how does that make that because because the Bechdel test is it's not it's it's based off of both one like if there are two women talking to each other but also talking to each other about something that's not related that's the to the third a man. step right can you, can you explain to our listeners and also refresh me on the Bechdel test yeah so the Bechdel test is this thought of basically there was a, there was a comic that was that's shown to kind of like portray what the Bechdel test is it has to satisfy three criteria the kind of levels there was a comic that came out that the comic strip has two people uh, or two women and it says well I don't know I have this rule C I only go to a movie if it satisfies three basic requirements one it has to have at least two women in it two they talk to each other and three about something that's besides a man and her friend says pretty strict but a good idea she said no kidding last movie i was able to watch was alien now of course there have been other ones that have come out since then that comic was done in 1985 but so i hear you it just points out that the storytellers like i mean but you can say the same thing even about like spec ops the line Tons of games, yes, absolutely. Yeah, but, but so you, why? So why specifically this one? I'm curious. That, that's my only curiosity. Is like, why are we bringing this up now with this one? Why does it matter? Well, first of all, you know why it matters. I'm not sure I picked it up, but who's Bechdel? And it's the guy who wrote a comic. So it's, not, or is the comic about an actual? The comic is a representation of that. I'm, I'm not sure why we're talking about the comic, honestly. Okay, but it's, it's basically. Like a, a general measure of how well you're treating women. In you could popular say this, culture, it, they books, they talk or? about it in movies generally, yeah. but it it works. I think I think it works fine for games. Yeah. you could say the same thing about minorities. Well, I totally hear what you're saying, and and yes, that's a valid point. I think also, of course, if you're talking about video games, there's not a whole lot of video games that treat women well at all. So mm-hmm. at least there are strong female roles in the game. It, it it's like yes but you, you didn't take advantage of them is what i'm trying to okay get at. now i see okay well, i'm paul you should watch i don't know if you watch it there's a 
or a YouTube series, Epic NPC Man. Okay. And that's perfect for what you're saying about like video games cheating women. <laughs> there's yeah. there's I mean, one where like frequency there's too. one where like the, the uh, NPC guys like some like male like you know it's basically like EverQuest type style right and, and the male character male character comes up to him and he's like adventurer you have completed your quest choose between the breastplate of you know whatever and the staff of and he's like I'll take the breastplate and he gets this like big armor and then a, a female comes up and he's like okay adventurer choose between the breastplate of whatever and the staff of you know and he's really like pushing back take this and she's like oh I like the breastplate and he's like but what about the stuff? <laughs> and she's like, breastplate. And he's like, okay. And like the breastplate pops and it's like this really te- like tiny, teeny, you know, like like bra, like chain mail thing. And she's like, and then the guy, you know, the male character like turns around and he's like, put it on, you know? <laughs> it's just like totally exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah. V- women in video games poorly portrayed. And- but what I'm saying is this game isn't so bad at it really. So I don't want to... Uh. Compared to other All games, you had to do was put them not in a, the same room. But that's not a good. But no, that's, but what that's I'm saying. not like, a good answer. Why, like, why are you to saying other games? I don't know who made this up and said like, for women to be portrayed well, they have to be in another room with a girl and talking about girl stuff. Can't, is what it sounds like. What about like to the Mako Mori test? No, though? no, no. See, that's wrong. It's it, not talk about girls. St- it's talk about something besides than the men man. or like. It's basically talking I mean, about, or there's, like, there's you know, Nadine in this game who talks doesn't talk about men at all, and is but very she doesn't strong. talk but she doesn't to talk another, another woman. woman about it. Okay, like this. Can I'm you saying. imagine Why a game so that? that didn't have a man talk to another man? Well, here's the thing. It's it's about this, right? There's um, Gone Home. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good example. There's also nobody talks to nobody anybody. Talks in Gone to, Home. Yeah, Gone it's Home. all. Um, but the whole thing is right. When you have two men, they they get together. They don't talk about like, oh, I need to be you know saved or look you know about this. They talk about just regular stuff. I, I understand what Women you're saying. Women in movies. Can you believe more, how big Polly's muscles are, Brian? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> things like you <laughs> like, know like. I, and I agree with you. Yes, Uncharted doesn't do it any worse than than. But like he's brought this. Games. He's but brought this up for this for uncharted the uncharted series before as well it's like the only game that we've multiple times brought up no this games test in general are horrible they, they did better before ellie and did i say ellie elena and chloe talk to each other have conversations like the no, no, right series too. ellie has, and what's her name from the last of us tess they actually have some conversations. Yeah. so my point not is, a lot though it's you kind bring of, up this mm, test for this series only and this series I has women in it I so would you prefer the there was no women in a game series because I that's another option. I think what he's saying is it would that's be nice worse. if You're, video games yeah. actually treated women, you know, rather, you know, as something other than sex objects or things for men to save or things to say how great men are. And, I, you or know. to protect well, in totally this case. I totally agree with that, but I don't think that this game does that a whole lot. I think this game portrays the their female characters as strong, independent females. However, they don't talk to each other. Hold so on, it's not hold like on a, a moment. I think you me. guys should hear about the Mako Mori test. Go yeah. on. Let's hear. So, have you guys seen Pacific Rim? Yes. yes. So, this test was was made up after Pacific Rim because it's based off of the Asian chicken at Mako Mori. You know, she was the other one who was piloting a Gypsy Danger, I think it was called. And the Mako Mori test is kind of like the, the Bechdel test. Yeah. Except it has three different criteria. One is it has at least one female character, like Pacific Rim. Two who gets her own narrative arc, and three, that arc is not about supporting a man's story. So Uncharted huh. 4 fails because uh, where does um, Ale- where does Elena or Nadine get their own arc that isn't supporting a male character? I think that's another good example. 
So Elena's I don't arc think Nadine is, was supporting a male character at all. I think she, she was supporting was, Rafe. She was. No, she wasn't. She was working with Rafe. Yes, to as, build the, as his her, support muscle to build her military. Uh, she wasn't doing it to build her military. She sure. was doing it because Rafe gave said, "I'm going to hire you to to be my no, muscle." She and wanted I'll give the you, treasure. I think that's she gray wanted area. the treasure yeah, just well, as much be, as him. Like even Elena brings it up. And plus, what arc does she, she have? She's she such a she's such a wasted character. In she the inherited game. her father's failing military corporation. She's trying to which they don't go into find to, treasure. Which they don't really go into details except for to mention that. But I, There's I, would, no I would still say it's a little bit of a gray area with her because her her profession is to be hired as basically muscle. So yeah, it's, so she's so, a support. Well, yeah, but, but she, like she, she's, like she's a woman, the muscle. A woman she could have hired. She's not her. a mercenary. She's not getting hired. She's she made the choices to do this. Yeah, she's the leader, she's and I think like she has more of a narrative arc than who's the uh, backup support character for the bad person in Uncharted Three, the dude Navarro. No. no. No, no idea. Oh, sorry. Exa- I'm thinking exactly. But you're thinking, it's actually the opposite. <laughs> the guy in the suit. One. But it's that actually guy the opposite that's in the suit. Uncharted 3 because she's actually, the, the, who you're thinking of is she's actually supposed to be the main villain and he's just supposed to be. like Rafe's th- the main villain. No, no, I'm saying. Just like Char- she is the main villain. The girl is the main villain. Yes. And her back, her support is that guy in a suit. But she doesn't have an arc again because the whole thing, the whole time you're, you're fighting, you're, Fighting against the guy, and you think he's supposed to, or he's supposed to be the main villain. When it turns out, really, she's I'm not talking about the girl in Uncharted Three. I'm You're talking about the lady, right? I'm comparing Nadine to the guy in Uncharted Three, the suit man. Does anybody know his name? Because it's no, gonna be real difficult. No, exactly. You're talking. He's Steve. the one who has the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has absolutely no story. He's like a bad guy for some reason. But at least, like Nadine has motivations, and she, but she has no arc. She does too. She she says uh, my military has been single handedly killed by one man. That's not an arc. <laughs> an arc is not saying that you have some story. Everybody has story in their she life. She had motivations. An arc is you actually have parts of whatever you're in, a game, a movie, where it's centered around you and you're doing something. This ah. is basically she's there to provide an enemy for you to shoot at. I wouldn't say or it was a good get, arc, but she it. goes from in the beginning to I'm going to take no shit, I'm just going to get this stuff to a, a point in the middle where she's like, I've got enough stuff, I don't need any more, to the point where they stick her in to backstab everybody. And, and like, it's not a very good arc, but I think all, it's there. You know what, all regardless, I'm saying like, is... They're not doing anything for women. And this game is not I, portraying I, women in a great one. I, I'm I not don't saying agree that with that. I think that we shouldn't doing... vilify this game for I, being cruel to women because I feel like this game does more than other games do. I'm not crucifying this, this game versus other games. I'm just saying this game does not go out of its way to do anything positive for women. Nor does but it by do anything not bringing up this topic women, on though. any of our other podcasts... Which fair, other podcasts would you... Fair point. I wasn't the one that brought this topic up. I agree with you. Every game we could talk it's, about. This. It's the only one where we talk about but, the Beckwith test. So this is the this is yeah. but, but, <laughs> a very story focused game where this kind of conversation makes sense. I totally yeah. agree with you, Paul. What other right. every other story game focused be, Mass game? Effect. Any game, pick any game. And, and no one. game does. Mass win. Effect has your characters talking to each other as you're walking by. So you're saying that Mass Effect treats women better than Uncharted because because no. that one stupid point. I think that it builds a fuller universe in which... Well, you could be a woman in a you, in All I'm effect. saying is, do you see what, I, what I'm getting at? I don't think this game needs to be vilified for treating women I agree. unfairly because I, I agree. of that I think one point. I agree, vilified is way more than we're talking about here. But I don't think it deserves a, a pass either. I agree. We, we could There's talk about always this every, room for improvement. We could, we could talk about this every game we play. Every yeah. game does women horrible. I don't think there's a single game 
or at least a game that I don't we've know, like Oxen Free recently. Gone Home like was pretty Gone good. Gone Home was good. There's, there's even those games. It's still like okay. I think I think Gone Home was well. Th- I mean, we're, we're we're getting off topic for like yeah. I don't want to spoil Gone games. Home, but I mean, I think but, they could have just as easily as said like let's make let's make them guys instead of females, and they would have been like. I'm not also, saying, but I'm just a close. little uncomfortable saying like all us guys sitting at a table trying to say like how women should be represented in games. Like I don't know how much say we should really have in it anyway. Like I understand what you're saying. There's room for improvement, and women should be treated better in video games. But I don't want to necessarily dwell on this topic of Uncharted is very unfair to women when it has strong female roles. Any last thoughts or questions? Any or? last thoughts of mine? Yes. Uh, well, I find some of the changes in the mechanics of the game to be most interesting because uh, in previous games or like you guys were all talking about the difficulty earlier right mm-hmm. like how you had more fun playing it on easier difficulties or something i well paul said that but i don't know if i i agree with that well that was my experience i tried to play the first game and i was on normal mode and i just wasn't enjoying it like it felt too repetitive and i felt like i was being punished for doing like what the game was trying to teach me and so i then went back and played it on easy and i ended up playing all the games on easy yeah and i just had the most fun doing it that way because i think it's important to mention what easy versus hard in these games does which is mostly just makes your health last longer on easy. well there's there's easy and then there's uh, adventure or whatever they call it explorer, right? explorer in this one. Right? but on all these games it's not like it makes the ai a whole lot better or anything like that it just like limits your health no no no. it makes the ai better well they're, also they are better they're, their like, aim they, is a lot better their this aim game. is better in this game they're better shots but in the earlier games right. it's not true well i also played the fourth game on a higher difficulty because like i played a little bit of the ways through it on easy but then i ended up finding that oh wait a moment there are more options for dealing with enemies in this game because they actually had a larger focus on stealth. And so I'm just saying, yeah. okay, I feel like I can actually approach these situations in different ways now as opposed to, okay, run down the corridor and kill all the guys. Right. Which is super boring to me. <laughs> I loved the way that they did stealth in this game and the way that the a lot of the levels felt more open. Yeah, they hid the corridors really well. Yeah, they so did. In uh, I remember specifically in Madagascar, there was one point where I drove up to an enemy encampment, and you know I hop out of the vehicle before even going up to it, start sneaking around, and it was one of those situations where I managed to get through the entire area, kill everyone without ever being spotted. And I love those sorts of situations, mm-hmm. and they did them. And they did that quite a few times in the game, despite the fact that it got progressively difficult yeah there's a really good part in scotland you know where you're at that like kind of castle right after you get out of the 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 graveyard avery's graveyard you know his grave and like you get up and then there's guys there they bring you right into a fight there's actually a trophy if you if you get through it without being spotted so you just get to the door and you and sam lift it up yeah like without Um, killing or without spotting any or without anyone spotting you yes you can't kill you you have to just basically get through without getting into combat and that's Um, really great like just just like Derek said, yeah. Kind of add on to that. I think that one of the things that they introduced in this game that they didn't have before, which helps a lot with that stealth, is showing whether or not, like, how much an enemy has seen you or not. Um, just adding that in was great because, like, in the other ones, if you tried to be stealthy, you couldn't even tell whether they thought they heard you really unless you were actually looking at them. Whereas with this one, like even if they were off camera, like you could see like something would show up on the side of your camera from where they were, like showing either white, 
red or sorry white yellow or red obviously if they, they saw support you. stealth a lot better in yeah. this game yeah. so and there was one other thing i want to bring up when i got through one encounter without uh being seen by anybody there was actually like dialogue for it like he says to sam like did you see that like a ninja and i was like that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> very nice all right so we're back from the break and i uh, wanted to talk about some influences that we got from this game so we were talking a little bit about the comparisons between this and uh tomb raider how like before like the original uncharted they took from tomb raider and then expanded on it and now the opposite is kind of what we're seeing i haven't i haven't played the most recent one I i'd think, be interested was... in to hear how uncharted took ideas from tomb raider because i didn't feel like those games related too much other than like i feel like theme. there are a lot of like the ship graveyard feels really similar so are you talking about the early Tomb Raider games or the most I'm recent talking, Tomb well, Raider? That no, like early, early, early Tomb Raider games. I, I was talking about the, what is it, the 2000... Recent, the reboot of Tomb Raider, pretty The much. first of the reboot, yeah. or the, the first of the latest reboot is the one... Like, yeah, well, there's only two games, right? Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yes, but it was and, rebooted three times before that, so... Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, true. they were favorites. <laughs> No, but originally, like, it's not necessarily like they they straight up like aped like plot points, but it's more like, yeah, there's this notion of like, here's this character who's like this Indiana Jones style, and he goes on these crazy adventures that you know, like through various like old style like places that people have never visited for thousands of years to look for treasure, mm-hmm. and you know, like just that whole you know, like, and then he gets yeah. in gunfights, and he's somehow able to kill everything because he's like the super gunman. That- I think yeah, I his totally hook felt a lot like the hook from Tomb Raider, or the what do you call it? His grappling hook, where he hooks onto a beam with the white wrapped around it, is almost yeah. an exact. The, the actual object, yes, does look like a lot, a lot of, like from that Tomb Raider game. Yeah, that is like true, she yes. was shooting an arrow into it or something, yeah, swinging yes. on that or something. And then yeah. vice versa, like Tomb Raider's now taken more of like the whole like 3D kind of pseudo open. Though yeah. I, I haven't played Rise, well, but, yeah, that I, first, but I heard Rise that, is a little bit more open than than. There's a part where you're like transverse, transverse, tra, tra, traversing. That's the word. You're traversing over the ship graveyard, and you do that in both games. And I think it's it's cool in in both games. I also had I was seeing what I think of as influences from a bunch of other games. The whole second flashback felt like it had hints of Gone Home in it. Did anybody else see that? A little bit, yeah. Second flashback. So when when they're actually going into the house, when they're trying to steer for the, di- oh. the diary. Okay, yeah, like more of that even like the there's like the notes and you see the whole story between her and her husband and and it's kind of grows as you're going from room to room even the do you really uh, think they they like i mean is that just coincidence or do you really think they sat there and said hmm you know gone home had this idea i think that that gone home was one of the first games to master like environmental storytelling like so well and i see what he's saying like even in the attic and stuff like that like you can like look at specific objects in this and like get a feeling from it and like have, there's backstory to it so yeah i, I could see that I, I think influenced i don't think yeah. it was like it wasn't trying to ape it or anything like that i i could almost guarantee you that you know so the guys who were putting this together had played gone home right yeah well, i'm sure somebody had sure one influence obvious influence like super obvious influence that i never realized until 
I played this game was having to play Crash Bandicoot again, which, by the way, I, I hated the Crash Bandicoot series with passion. I really didn't like those games. But did is anybody it, else notice how similar running at the screen with Crash Bandicoot <laughs> is to like so many action scenes in Uncharted? It's the same that's exact Will's favorite. mechanic. That's I, Will's favorite. I had brought this up that I think they f- fixed might not be the best word, but they definitely improved the running at the screen mechanic. I think there was only one time where you really were running at the screen. Th- there are a couple yeah. of them, but, but he only pivots one. off, yes. and and they telegraph which way you're supposed to run, or like the things in front of you, and and he like he pivots to behind him way faster. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's you're done way away. better in this yeah, game. Yeah, when you're running away from the mu- exploding mummies yeah. after you get caught in the net. And yeah, totally. It was like unpainful like and that was the main problem you couldn't see where you were going and it took too long of running at the screen so like there's multiple turns and yeah they did when a lot the, better in this game when but the, yeah is that where the, the APC idea came from is... was it from Crash Bandicoot <laughs> like really because they made that game and they had the idea already obviously I mean I'm yeah, not being I, I, I'm I, I, it was like possibly a, I mean, there's plenty of other games 3D games that have done that it was just like such a revelation to me when they had that part I was like oh he's running at the screen just like in all those action scenes it was it was just amazing to me that's that's all I got though on that I felt like there were a bunch of there's a bunch of things in this game that feel like Assassin's Creed hmm. um, the stealth mech system felt like a lot of Assassin's Creed the overhead kills um, especially I felt kind of like that yeah. It, yeah, the whole grass, light, right? You're you're in the, the grass. grass yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, I just want to see this brush. Like, I mean, like, I know. I guess it's like you can't. Like, graphics aren't even on like high end PCs aren't like good enough that they, or maybe just artists aren't good enough to to display them right right in in modern games where like you can really get a picture of what real life is. But like, none of this brush looks like deep enough that like you'd be covered. Like just, what kind of what kind of stuff is he really going into that like somebody can't see him but you can still see perfectly clear the whole way around. You, you just totally reminded me of a tr- my favorite trophy in this game. There's a trophy for Ludo Narrative Dissonance. What? It's, the trophy's <laughs> title is Ludo Narrative Dissonance, and it's when you get a thousand kills. I yeah, that, that makes awesome. a lot of sense. <laughs> That's perfect. We've had that exact conversation <laughs> yes. on Uncharted Two and Three. I think. Yeah. Like the creators, like you know, like Bruce Neal, Amy before her, right? Like even the guy, even the people we, that are less known, right? They they're well aware of all the goofy tropes that exist in this series. Like, you me know. and me and Will attended a uh, conference where Amy had talked, and she actually they actually brought PAX that up East, to her. Or yeah. PAX Sorry. Prime. PAX. West. Pax West, as they call it. Technically now. now. Still Pax Prime in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She did bring that up that there's a little narrative dissonance, but it's she brought it up as it's a problem in games where you have to exactly. make fun mechanics yes. but also have a fun story and sometimes those two collide. Well it's also um, video games, right? They're they're you know they're not reality, right? There there is this there is this disconnect and that's that's what made me think of it when you said the foliage isn't correct. There's yeah. no real foliage like that in real life. Yeah, like, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean there's always this this well, there's also no guy that can that can magically kill two thousand guys in a get that, in a single like week that, without getting shot at like, That was my favorite at the end well, of the game. Nadine's like no. most of my army is dead and it's like and it was all cause Nathan Drake murdered them all. <laughs> yeah, with one bullets. Guy, like, <laughs> one guy. <laughs> 
I, I like that they threw that line in there just yeah. as kind of a one-off yeah. or like not even bullets like I was doing a lot of the game through yeah. stealth and it's just snapping necks, snapping necks. like, <laughs> like there's, oh my god how many or necks just, or just straight up punching people to death and like he, yeah. must, he must be the most stone cold guy because like after like the 500th guy I snapped his neck like he doesn't even flinch he doesn't even say like Dude, that's crazy. I just killed like 500 well, guys. I just snapped 500 necks. That's why they waited to tell his daughter till she was of age that he was a mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is why we live on the beach. So I can get a quick getaway if, yeah. <laughs> if, if at, the law comes. At least in this game, most of the areas were like areas that supposedly aren't like populated. Like, well, though there, though there is the, the, the market in Madagascar, but most of the areas are kind of like away so that like the 500 guys that are dead on the ground, you know, like wouldn't, the next day somebody wouldn't be like, Okay, how did 500 guys end up oh. on, like the museum in uh, that, Uncharted 3 where it's just like, oh, all the guards are dead on the ground. That brings me back to influences. I think that the driving in this game, for lack of a better driving game to compare it to, I feel like it took some influence from spin tires because like the way the, um, mud. the mud works in this game is I am not way familiar with that game. easier than spin tires, but it's definitely like... Um, getting the same feel of like even if you're like just trying to like the way your tires spin and stuff like that like it's like a super like easy mode of what spin tires the whole game is pretty much and I thought that was really neat for, I, I really like the driving for a game, game that's obviously not like even pretending to be a driving game or have any kind of driving real driving mechanic I thought the driving was fairly decent like I mean yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and say like, wow this Most, was awesome driving but like for an Uncharted game to have that driving like that, I was like, mostly, there's a lot of driving, racing games that are worse. Mostly the rock climbing and like the mudding and stuff like that was where I thought it really shined. Like it was like a fun little like puzzle to get up. Some yeah, of those like things. hey, you got to find the rocks. Yeah. So you can you know like which which okay probably isn't really a, a yeah. real realistic thing because those rocks are no, gonna be super was, slippery. But like it was okay, way easy mode I and guess, it was way. But that was what buy, made it fun. That, I, I could still like. buy like hey, I'm. I think to the avoid. organic way they had the winch points was really good too. Yeah, where you would just walk around something and hook it to itself. It's yeah. not like a walk up to a tree and press X and he figures it out himself. You yeah, like yeah. Have you had to, to walk around and then and, press, and then hook it. Like, and the moment where the truck is hanging off the cliff <laughs> by the winch was super fun. It was dumb fun. Did it? pay for itself yet yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say I, I also liked how they used it in particular with the jeep so after oh what what does she say it's a conversation that when they when nathan and elena start like get to the top of the elevator with the jeep in it when she basically kind of just tells him or like has just almost told him i almost didn't come back for you this time yeah while they're driving they've had this they kind of like said like we're gonna put a pause on this conversation and you start driving with the jeep and for a split second i was like okay something's gonna happen because this was like a little after the first time in the jeep with like a river like it's really intense and it was just like the music was yeah. nice and somber it was a nice relaxing little drive there was nothing it was yeah. just just drive i totally agree with you on that the the i actually love that song like the way that was that little moment of like no action you get to think about everything that's happened so far yeah. it was nice super peaceful yeah. yeah it was great especially right after a crazy it, fight where it's like okay now the fight's over let's you know we're gonna have this discussion well no like let's park it it was the quiet drive While home we dri yeah. Yeah. from the I got too drunk at the concert yeah. and fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
It, like no, but you know oh, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. from experience oh, there. <laughs> not exactly, but you know what I'm saying. Like it yeah. was that quiet drive home that I'm sure we've all had before. Where like mm-hmm. yeah, you're sure. not ready to to heal these wounds yet, but it's it's there a convers- is, there is some it's kind a of conversation a for happening. another yeah. time. But yeah. right now, there's this awkward quiet that you know is just going to be there until we're ready to talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. That was it. Reminded me a lot, actually. The influence for that, I totally think, was Mexico from Red Dead uh, Redemption. Have any of you played through that game? Yes. So you know when you get to Mexico and you first start driving, and they have that awesome song by George Lopez, Jorge Lopez. Oh, I know Shaman. Yeah. They have that slow, drawn out, and you're just riding your horse, and you do that for like the whole song, like the whole three and a half minute song, and it's just like this little lull in the action where it's just like a artistic cinematic thing that's filled with a lot of emotion i thought it was awesome one more place where i thought a lot about tomb raider was the in tomb raider there's a spot where you get dumped in basically in this pool of blood and there's corpses all over the place that really was evocative or vice versa i was thinking about that scene a lot when he found a room full of hands he found another room full of jaws he found another room full of chests and there was even like before that there was human skeletal chests not you know there was the triangle (laughs) uh dialogue prompt where they talked about the mass grave where they were like these bodies were all pushed against the wall yeah the same thing i i kind of for some reason i thought of what was the game the war game uh, the war game that makes it clear <laughs> the one with spec all ops? the masquerade yeah spec ops the line yeah kind of how they line the walls and sorry uh in. the song was far away by jose gonzalez i don't want to disrespect that song by calling him jorge lopez <laughs> <laughs> jose gonzalez is an excellent musician what's next Alberto? well i guess segue from from that the spanish <clears throat> talking in the panamanian uh prison so actually i i was just told this not too long ago so apparently the there were no subtitles for the spanish dialogue yeah, in there when I, I played through the game with subtitles at least this time i can't remember if originally i did but like my girlfriend knows a bit more spanish than i do meaning i know absolutely none other than how to go to the bathroom in spanish class but Wait, you know how to do that or you know how to ask i know I, I i said puedo ir al baño por favor gotcha. a lot cool but yeah i didn't know what they were saying and nathan actually has a comment where he's like you know, I speak Spanish. I, I actually don't know what you said or something like that. He's like, wait, what'd you say? I, exactly, yeah, yeah. I forget exactly what he says, but there's no subtitles for that. So you really don't know what they're saying. So I was curious what you, as a, as a speaker of foreign tongues. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. So it was like, for me, it was really interesting because I, I played this game without any subtitles at all because I just kind of wanted to, like, unless my mom, like the only time that I ever put subtitles on there is if my mom's watching me play Uncharted and because she is better with just like reading the text off of the screen but anyway did she watch this one not this one no. i'm on this i think we're still on the first one i can't remember i can't remember if we've actually finished it or, or not but i want i want to take her through the whole series before showing her like the fourth one so anyway yeah fun fact guys my mom's watching me play uncharted anyway so yeah with this one it was it was nice to be able to kind of even like hearing like when you're fighting the i forget what his name is but when you're fighting the dude in the prison like hearing all the bantering from just the people on the side was interesting because i could understand it wasn't like anything like really dirty or anything anything. nothing like honestly the worst word that they used in it was cabron which (laughs) for a split second like i had to kind of take myself or like off to the side because so cabron in mexico can be used as like a 
between like friends like hey buddy but that's only in mexico pretty much everywhere else it's like bastard or like it's it's not a nice what's phrase. up fucker yeah, yeah it's it's not a nice phrase at all so when the guy says that to him i was like wait but you d- oh right not mexico panama so made a little more sense i do remember do you have uh, you probably don't remember but when they're leading him into like you don't know where you're, as a player you don't know where you're going yet right. you don't know that the warden is on your side or anything like or yeah at least in on the deal do you remember what he says when nathan's like where are you where are you taking me yeah so when they are about to walk in like right like right before nate says like you do know, know a little of the spanish like wait what'd you say his and i'm paraphrasing here to an extent but he basically like the guard says to him uh, to open the gate and he's like or sorry, the, the guy that open ends up opening the gate. He was about to take Nate from the head guard and uh, like to lead him back there. And that's when the head guard basically tells him like, "No, I got this one. I got something special in store for him." And so then the guard chuckles and opens the door. So obviously, like, you go there and you see them beating up on yeah. another prisoner in there. Yeah, which is what the guy who was originally watching the gate obviously was going to do at first and so the only way that he could actually convince him that i'm actually going to lead nate to go like actually go explore is to make it sound like it's going to be worse i was realizing this like this is only interesting to me because i'm so stupid with foreign languages like anybody that knew what they were saying was like what the fuck who cares (laughs) (laughs) it's okay you're not the only person that doesn't speak spanish so you guys mentioned glitches. I don't remember really any bad glitches. So I think I brought that up. I didn't don't remember any bad glitches from either of my f- two previous playthroughs. I played through the game once, mm-hmm. and I watched my girl. I watched most of my most of my girlfriends play through this. We kind of passed the controller back and forth for the first one, but this playthrough, <sighs> I noticed a couple, and some of them were hilarious, and some of them were slightly like you had to reset the level and stuff like that because it broke it, but. The funny one was there was a cutscene. I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was right after a firefight. And there was a shotgun on uh, Nathan's back. And there's an animation. It's either for reloading or expelling shotgun shells from the shotgun. But it was looping while their cutscene was playing. So there was two shotgun shells that kept like spinning around and then loading themselves into the shotgun. And it was like dancing shotgun shells. It was so great. And it was happening the whole time. It was like a long, like I don't know, like a three-minute cutscene. It was great. And then there was another thing like that where in the mansion, as the as young folk, he's spinning the globe about, oh, where do you want to visit in your life and everything like that. While he's spinning the globe, his whole hand is inside the globe on this playthrough, <laughs> and it's like his arm is like phasing through it, and that was kind of funny. There was the problems we had where in the Italy job where after you're escaping from it and everybody's shooting at you everywhere my girlfriend actually was like rolling away from somebody and she rolled underneath solid stone stairs and was stuck in this like prism world of stair (laughs) everywhere and like there was people hovering over her head and in invisible land and stuff and that was you were completely stuck you could walk like four foot square pretty much and see everything but you couldn't do anything so that um was like a a bug there and there was one i had a, a super minor little thing i found one spot where I, I like stood in the shadows. It was like right between the shadow and the light, and it looked like all of my characters were the Tin Man. I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I had one that I'm pretty sure was a bug, although I'm not quite sure. There's this part where there's this huge explosion, and Nate and Elena crash down, and they basically fall on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Right the, there, the audio cut the out. Audio cuts out. Oh, that happened to me today. Actually, didn't happen before, but it's a super pivotal moment in the conversation. So that's. 
like a digital book. So I like are I you pressed, playing the game digitally or on a disc? I don't remember. Because uh, I have a I, I, yeah, it I came on a disc. disc. I have a disc, disc as well. That's weird. So I I pressed pause, and the menus still were making noise. Yeah. And and I thought it was like oh it was just an explosion it it knocked out their hearing so they couldn't hear and then they had this super long conversation where you tell they're obviously saying so you something you have no to each idea other. what they said that's like no their clue. whole part where they like make Made up, up and they yeah. understand each other and it's like one of the most I, emotionally I know they kissed and oh my god you didn't hear that <laughs> so, oh I have no so idea weird. that was the other thing I was gonna bring up I thought it was like my speaker system or something like that it was the weirdest thing did you try restarting the cutscene. No, I did, and it did it again. And it's like there's a loud speaker pop, and then yeah. and then it's no dialogue. But the second time I did it, the uh, music came back. So there was the emotional, heartfelt music that made everybody feel good, but they didn't talk at all. And then as soon as that scene cutscene was over, it went back to a dialogue. So that's like an actual bug in the game that they need to fix. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I was like, you yesterday and me today. Wow. Yeah, so I'm he sorry. doesn't even know what happened. You have to like look that up because that's important. I, I should go back and listen to that because yeah. I, I, I mean I could too. kind of I kind of got the gist. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if but, you and Brian just recited it to each other, it wouldn't have the same feeling. But well, would you like to try? You have to kiss at the end. I was, I was about to say no. There's, there's, there's gonna be no kissing. There's I don't know. No reciting the things. Is, I, I know. <laughs> It's like the scene right when they escape from later. the monkey no, cage. I know, I know the scene. I'm just saying I don't know enough of like the dialogue by heart. Because that is when they actually finally make up and like yeah. Because it's after Nate lets her know that like he's she plays dead. He's like she he like in waking her up. She's like you're my hero. And so he's like I just basically had a heart attack. She's like let me listen to your heart. It sounds yeah. fine. And then rolls over or actually yeah. sorry to like leading on him and he's like you have a funny what is it like you have a funny sense of romance uh romantic or something like that you have like a funny it's, it's like the equivalent of the end of uncharted 2 where they have that whole clowns are scary thing right it's like they, funny and heartfelt and like a great moment in the game and you missed it yeah they, they brought up so the scary. they had a throwback to that how scary or how f- afraid were you thing i think yeah. like two times really a four yeah. no. <laughs> <A> four really <laughs> Because uh, they came up on another like weird, strangely like outstretched arm mummy that wasn't. Uh, yeah, that's what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So that, the game has a bug that we should at least deduct like six points for. Yeah, that was a <sighs> game breaking. Yeah, pivotal. Moment. I didn't have well, that bug, so it really was a pivotal moment. But it was totally a pivotal moment, and you should like you should text your buddy Neil and say, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll get right on that. <laughs> uh trophies so brian you're the only one that platinum this right i think so you platinum all the uncharted games i believe no this is actually the only one i've ever platinum. oh i thought what? You, i thought you platinum like none of the other ones oh wow i never got around to it so i will say at least for me like i found no difficulty with platinuming the other ones this one i have no idea how i'm going to platinum this without looking them up why there's so many hidden trophies the other ones i didn't feel had anywhere near as many hidden but trophies. that's i mean yeah, I mean, that's what I did. I mean, I just looked them up, but I, I do that mostly for those stupid collectible stuff because I'm not going to waste, like, 50 hours trying to, you know, hump the wall to find <laughs> treasures. Crazy. <laughs> Was there that's any- exactly what you do. I mean, you basically, like, you know, that's why they call it. They call it humping the wall, you know. I mean, like, Was there any memorable hidden trophies that you, nah. that you know of? 
can you like tell me like uh, one of them? What was the most exciting trophy you had? Let's all look up our trophies that we already have. No, all right, I don't need these. Some of them, some of them are like ones you're never gonna find. Like there's one, you know, where you after you you're in the the cave near the end, right? And Rafe and you know and Sam, it takes Sam and you know he first he has that argument with Nadine and then they go to the boat. Mm-hmm. And then you ju- you're like you're on, you're swinging above them and you drop down into the water and then it starts the last chapter you're underwater when you get up there before you go to the boat like to the end, you know the the fight with Rafe at the end if you go underwater like halfway through that like between the dock and the boat there's a tr- there's a trophy underwater uh, and I'm so like, you're talking about was- treasures yeah yeah I- I'm talking about like specifically like trophy like oh, hidden oh, trophies, trophies. In the- yeah oh, oh, yeah I remember the treasures got- I'm like there's no memorable treasure I-, I got one for there's- swimming basically out in the water next to that shipwreck that was kind of interesting that they would give me a trophy for that huh. what like the last ship like Avery ship no 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 way earlier than that there's a boat you know about the boat one where you're where you're driving the boat. You're driving the boat around the island. The pilot, around the pirate cove, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple there. There's So there's one which is the return of Marco Polo, which is kind of funny because they keep that gag going. So if you go into... Oh, yeah, I remember little, that from the, the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. And it's also in the third one, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember The second that. one is like you're on like I didn't get a trophy for it, though. There's That's a trophy for all of them, all three of them. Huh. So the second, in the second game, you're on top of one of the buildings when you're in that the section where you fight, like, the rebellions going on and, it, like... I think it's you and maybe Chloe at the yeah. time, and you're in the pool and you do the mark, and she doesn't get it. And then the third one is when you're on the 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 yacht. There's yep. a pool there, and if you go in there, he he says the same thing. And then this one again, you're with um, it's the part Will's talking about. You're the boat with Sam, and you're driving. And you go to this like cove, and you jump in the water, and he does the same thing again. Hmm. Huh. That one's kind of fun. There's also the one in that same thing. You can there's dolphins. Oh. And if you you can if you draw if you find they're in that same area and if you if you find a dolphin like Sam will say a comment you'll be like oh it's a dolphin and then they'll follow you and if you get all three of them to follow you you get a trophy for that. Oh, you can't like swim with them or anything like that. No, they follow your boat though. Like Sm- as you're driving around. Small callback. I was totally getting black flag vibes from that whole scene which is yes. another one of the influences that i was well, thinking from i earlier. really like the water in this game the swimming and the, yeah and oh yeah just the looks of the water like everywhere was just beautiful i was really impressed how they went from the 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 overwater, the overwater to underwater, underwater. Yeah. like that transition and like is, the reveal in the first underwater segment where you come up and you're in a city you're not in some like you know because it doesn't yeah. tell you like you're getting a tractor trailer you're thing. in a river not a yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the ocean yeah right? Does anybody know what city that was? Is it an actual city? I was wondering, where do they live? Also, where did they live when they were kids? Somewhere in England, right? No, I don't remember. Not in England. So. They were in, I thought that they were not in I England. Just, I guess they, I just assumed because accents. it's a big manor house. and Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. But those were totally American cops. Those weren't like bobbies or anything like that. True. They, good point. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Could be New uh, England area, though. Back to tr- that's what I was thinking, like New York, upstate New York area or something like that. And I thought that might be a memorable bridge for somebody. Right. If if New Jersey boy over here doesn't know it, then <laughs> I certainly don't. Nope. Not at all. I was wondering, like, the city oh, skyline, is it supposed oh. to just be generic city skyline, or is that actually a place? But is it possible for me to get off topic for a second while we're talking about that whole boat segment, which is the worst yeah. offender of what I'm going to get into here, Uh-oh. is the way that you find this fucking treasure 
is the most ridiculous goddamn thing. The the boat section where you're like, oh, we're gonna go to the top of this tower, and it, this secret door opens up, and it points to an arrow, and that arrow points to another arrow, and all you have to like. Nobody could have fucking figured out these are arrows and to follow them forever. Never mind the fact that it just leads to a fucking building. Like, you can see buildings if you fly over a fucking island. Like, and so many times in this game, well, it's like, oh, you go to the secret, like, you go to the secret co, the secret grave underneath in, in the graveyard. It's yeah. all built in. And you open this thing and it points at a fucking cave. It's like, so you're telling me, like, nobody thought of going in that cave, right? <laughs> like, they're obviously, it's like all doom-looking ominous cave. Like, seriously? Yeah, and when they're on the pirate island, he's like, oh, no, we're going over to the other area. And he's like, yeah, I just flew over it a minute ago. Everybody knows it's right there. It's like, <laughs> come it's, on. It's like, I, I, and I could have gotten turned around with this, but I'm almost certain that when, uh, during one part of the, when you're on the island, there's this one island that you're going up, I think when you start like following the arrows or something, but then it's towards the very end of it when you go up this really big cliff to trigger the statue of the one that's holding the yeah the uh, spyglass yeah, the spyglass. Yeah. Isn't that the same island that you yes. started yeah, at? You were already and, there, okay. and I, you passed by the arrow. I was looking at it, and he like, I'm, he can clear the ground, and he's like knocking on it. It's like it's hollow. There must be something under here. Oh well, let's go find something right. else. And that's where the statue comes up. Right? Okay. Well, all, I thought so. I was like, hold on. Is let you look at an arrow? <laughs> well, no, no, because the spy. Well, not to. Oh no, that's give any credit. Island. Another I island. At the other island, but it's like oh, if you had just God. missed a little bit, you would have skipped that. <laughs> it's like because we talked about this. I, I wasn't. I didn't make it to Uncharted one or two podcasts with you guys. I didn't know you yet or nothing. But we talked about this a little bit in Uncharted three. How it's like it's kind of ridiculous. They didn't like nobody ever thought of going this well in the middle of a populated city. Yeah. But this was just they didn't even care anymore. They were just like, yeah, we we didn't think that anybody would really look at the gravestone that had Henry Avery's name and the dates on it. We've been you know? blowing been, up this entire area and didn't <laughs> manage to find this giant labyrinth underneath. It just gets like worse. <laughs> worse as it's like all right so we're looking on this island but let's not look in that crazy looking mountain that has the treasure underneath it let's go everywhere else on the island first um not into the pirate cove but everywhere else they can be accessed from the water and no like jesus i just don't they got like satellite photography of the thing but they've never seen all those <laughs> that, boat, that boat graveyard that actually bothers me more than the mass killing of like just calling this video games because it's like oh my god like and, and it's fun don't get me wrong i had fun with this game and i can let it go but i just had to to talk for a while about how ridiculous <laughs> it all is no worries all right i'm ready to answer your question about so there are there are some most trophies are not memorable they're like you know find all the collectibles or kill you know kill enemy with this weapon this many times or use all the weapons which was a pain because there's actually like weapons that you don't even realize like like there's like the little red barrels mm -hmm. and like one of the things is like you have to throw the barrel at an enemy I and shoot the it. barrel and like things that you're like we you wouldn't well i always do that in all the games just because i'm an idiot because <laughs> uh, it started uh, with the propane tanks right when they started that's doing one of them that. too the pro yeah. one of them one is also used the propane but there are some like good ones just floor it so there's the there's the scene where you and elena you you basically start out in the grass and then there's the, like the flowing river mm -hmm. and then when you cross that there's like this little like fort area where they're like the enemies and when you get up to the top, like you're, you're climbing, like if you go around, you can climb up the side of like the, the wall there. And then there's, there's guys there and, and there's a Jeep. 
So you can either just fight everybody and kill everybody, or you can jump in the Jeep and just drive away. Mm-hmm. And in one, of, in one of the trophies is just floor it, which is basically do that. And I actually did that my first one, so you could just skip fighting, basically. You could just walk over, you know, like sneak around the side, climb up the wall, jump into the Jeep and drive away and not fight anybody, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. But, I mean, you, you can fight but in, and still jump in the Jeep, but like one of the things is like, just jump in the Jeep yeah. and drive away. So that one was kind of good. I tried doing that in one of the encounters. That time when there's like a big explosion right when you crest the hill. And like Sam's like, well, they're here. What do we do now? And Nathan's like, just follow my lead. And it's like, you have to go over a bridge. And I was just like, I'm not going to get out of the Jeep and fight any of these fuckers. I'm just going <laughs> to drive. And then the, the bridge, of course, collapses. So they're like, oh, well, we'll go get back to the bridge once the fight's over. <laughs> so, uh, uh, another good one. Actually, it's kind of a collectible. but it's So when you're driving in Madagascar in the Jeep, there's these little like rock mm-hmm. things. And they're called Karns. Yeah. And if you knock them over, like each one, like they start to say things. Like, like one of them, Sam's like, you're a bad driver and then one's like Sully's like why are you what do you have against these cars and everyone like you know like has a lot of funny quip but if you knock all of them over you get the collector, or the collector I, trophy for I them. was going out of my way not to knock them over and I accidentally hit one and there was a dialogue I was like shit yeah, and then, just, I, and then I saw it in the menu there's one out of 16 knocked over I was like, shit there's, <laughs> there's little quip they're just quips like hey you know like what do you you know like watch your you know like uh, so that one was good. Oh, one of the ones we were talking about, the lemur earlier. One of the trophies is if you play with a lemur, he steals your apple, right? And goes back to his, you know, whatever. his Owner. Yeah, owner, trainer. I did, I did get so that there's one. one. That was really cool, I thought. Well, no, that's like the non-trophy. The way that if you do the... the well, you get it if he eats your apple. No, you don't. You get the opposite. I, you, I got you a tra- trophy for him. You get it apple. not. Oh, I think there's one for that, too. But maybe. But the, the good one is you play with the lemur, but you don't let him steal so you have to do two playthroughs to get all the trophies? No, or? no, there's not two trophies. Oh. Only, only one of them gets you. Hey, at least it's not. Uh, oh, I can't, I can't say that. Oh, I was about to say, at least two, it's not heavy rain. There's two, there's two trophies for not actually fighting. So there's the one in the, the Scotland uh, little, like, I don't know if they call it a castle or whatever. You know, after, after the grave, after Avery's grave. Mm-hmm. Again, if you get through without getting in a fight, that's a trophy. And then there's one after, you know, when you, when you get marooned, after you get, like, thrown out of the boat. From then until you get into the treasury in La Libertaria, it don't get in, don't kill anybody, which is like two or three chapters. Oh wow! You have to go through. I was the maroon one. I don't think you make any. I don't think you have any fights, or maybe just the fight at the end when you get to the forest part. But you know, there's like two fights that you have to go through without killing anybody. That one's a, kind of a fun one too, because like normally you're just like, oh, it's uncharted, just fight everybody. So it's kind of cool that like there's parts where it's just like, hey, if you get through without killing anybody or the other one's like i think even just getting spotted then uh, yeah they're the trophy so there's a i think let me just as, check i think those are the only good ones i thought as many times as they called it out during the story did anybody else think that there was not going to be a treasure yes or, or yeah i totally thought that multiple what, times what before they even said it well to find that do you do you mean like you weren't going to find the treasure or there wasn't going to be a treasure at all? I didn't think there was going to be a treasure at all. I figured like, he would have... Because they keep talking about how he's... Oh, yeah. all this stuff is so lavish. I figured he would have just spent everybody's money. Yeah, they brought I that up multiple no times. There was no money I left. thought there would be a treasure. 
but I didn't know. I didn't necessarily believe that you were going to find it because the other games you never end up really find. Like, or you end up finding it, but it's like, oh, it's it's kind of like it's like a treasure of your mind. Yeah, or like, well, the first one, you, the first one, Sully has like, you know, like you do find it, but remember, it's like it's like the yeah. the big treasure thing is like cursed, and that's why like what's his name, the villain in the first one has all the powers, and you end up just burying it in the water or something. But yeah, but that's um, that also ties into like the theme of the game about like trying to get to your treasure and everything like that like, I think well, he said, I think they make that joke at one point where like Multiple I think times. Sam said like I think one of them when you're running and, and Sam's like oh so you're this great you know like you've been everywhere like so why aren't you like this rich guy and he's like oh well let's put some complications along the way <laughs> well, well at that part in the when you first uh, have the conversation with your brother and he lets you choose what your favorite Uncharted game was yeah so I like that pick? Um, two good two yeah. <laughs> good. I, start, I started with one because I just I felt uh, it wasn't to me it wasn't like Pick your favorite. It was like, what do you want to tell him? And I would figure, like, to me, originally it was like, I would start one. with the beginning. But, like, then on subsequent playthroughs, I, I did the other ones just to hear what If you said. don't press anything, it selects one for you. Like, the other options fade. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, like, it selects the first game. But um, at the end of that, he's all like, and... So, so you found another hidden city and didn't get a single thing out of it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was great. But as a small aside, has anybody ever seen any Karns anywhere in real life? Anyway, Like no. the sta stacks of rocks? No, the Karns. Yeah, no, uh, there's a thing. Nope. It, it's like, it's kind of mysterious what they use it for now. Like it used to be used for multiple things like hunting spots or like burial sites. But like I saw a bunch of them in Iceland and I saw some in Greece and stuff like that. Uh, I saw um, a news story. There's like a... It's, it's like a Japanese art form, the stacking rocks to kind of do these graceful rock stacking things. Yeah. It, it, you'll see it a lot of landmarks and stuff like that. And like I've looked into it a little bit after finding some, and it's kind of like mysterious what people are using it for now. Some people just say it's for good photo op opportunities and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. like, um, photo op. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. But. but yeah, the trophies were okay. I mean, they weren't anything. The hardest thing about the trophies was trying to beat it on crushing because that ship graveyard on crushing was effing ridiculous man <laughs> on hard fighting those guys the two guys the chain guns it gets so yeah. hard. it's man. so harder yeah. it's harder on on crushing because crushing basically like you take one you basically take like one or two shots two and you're shots. already like bread the screen's red so it's like you have like like and guys just keep coming. I remember replaying that spot Ugh. so many times. So me and Alberto were talking about this, and we might as well get into this now, the difficulty of the game. I originally played through on Moderate, and my latest playthrough I tried playing through on Crushing, but I really just wasn't enjoying myself. I thought, like, I could do it, but it's going to take a long time, like a lot of repeating. Well, you know what you can do, right? You can, they have, so once you beat the game, you, you, can, you can have cheats. So you can unlock stuff if you want to, like, but keep do it you on get, Crushing, but... Do you get the trophy for beating on crushing if you use a cheat though? You do. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You do. Other uncharted you do not. This one you do. Holy I'm okay shit. with that. So that doesn't change my Holy my shit. thought on it at all. No, but what I was well, my thought is was... like so after playing on moderate, I tr started on crushing and I was like, you know what, We're, we have this podcast in like two days and I don't have all the time to just devote to doing this. So I'm just going to drop it down. And I was like, I'll drop it down to hard. And I was like, you know, what? I already played through on moderate and I'm not going for the platinum or anything. So I'm going to put it on Explorer and see what that's all like. I was just going to get to the And I enjoyed playing through on Explorer so much more because I realized like I do not even care about the combat in this game at all. <laughs> and it's so, so, so less, less stressful after playing through like. 
I don't know, probably like four hours aiming at people. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I put the auto aim option on and then you just press a button and you auto aim at people and you clear every encounter within like, like a Red minute Dead, and yeah. a half. And it's just like, oh, and now I can get back to the story and the climbing, which I'm actually interested well, in. That's what I was going to say. I knew you were going to, you were going to go to the Explorer thing. And that's why I said, you might want to try, try like a crushing, like I would put it on a crushing and then put some of those, like the cheats, like there's some like, what are the cheats and how do you get them? I didn't understand. You that. get them by like, you get certain cheats by just beating the game on various difficulties and you get certain ones for like if you you know like you, you collect or you I was, collect things I was looking but at the system a little bit most last ones night that your character you get, you'll, you'll get just by beating the game and some of them like make it actually like fun to play it on crushing like because like it's sort of like explorer like you can put on things like hey just give me unlimited ammo or i just want this gun like every every weapon you have you can just then select like i want this this handgun and this like you know bigger gun with unlimited ammo yeah, or, or and you can turn off. You can vary each of the things. Like if you want still limited ammo, you can just take the guns. So, so it's fun to like. Hey, this part's difficult, and I don't want. I just want to breeze through it. Like, or I want to be a badass. I'll take like the magnum and just unlimited ammo. Just that was the thing system I, was I got out of it more. So that might work. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but just the thing I got out of it more than anything is just when you're on Explorer, you just feel like an absolute badass. And I feel like not only for playing, but also watching somebody play through this game, it's just the best because it's like a straight up action movie where you just murder everybody. The way Way I, I think I understand the system to work because I was looking at this last night is for each of the treasures you find and for the optional dialogues and the things you pick up you get a certain number of points and then with those points you can buy the unlocks yeah uh-huh. but most of the unlocks are not like won't like some a lot of the unlocks are like hey let's make it like the game look rainbow colored or let's make it black and white or like, like and there's a reverse world one which i yeah. think nate really liked in earlier games yeah yeah so there's like so like a lot of the stuff won't affect your your gameplay right but the, but the ones for like weapons and like unlimited ammo or like that stuff you'll get that really soon i have to say i was not planning to like go back for another playthrough or to get the platinum but now that you mentioned that I could use the cheats to get the crushing one, I'm actually thinking about going and playing the whole game again. Likewise. So that's will, you, will you have to play through it in six hours, though? But that's did you already get that trophy? So that's I, easy. I because that what you yet. do is you do exactly what you did, which is put it on Explorer and put auto-aim. And, and just and run just go through it. Boom, right? boom, boom, boom. Yeah, but then you're going to play through three times now? Are you going to uh, do that? I'm... <laughs> it's not honestly. It's it, not it went trying, from to, it went from completely inconceivable that I would ever care anymore or touch this game again to eh, maybe I'll go back. If they're not like they're I'm quick. trying to plumb the depths of Will's trophy lust. So think about here. this, right? <laughs> the, I had this perfect note that is exactly related to this. I I wrote down. Sadly, if I knew where I was going, I wouldn't have had to kill you all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, that could sum up this whole freaking series. Exactly, yeah. They even kind of make mention to that. Other things, like, like, where, like, they're running and Sam's like, does this always happen to you? You know, where they're getting fired and they're killing guys. And he's like, yeah, kind of. And he's like... Why? You know, he's just, he's like, oh, no. I think he's like, no. Well, yeah, actually, now that you mention it, yeah, all, like, yes, every time, all the time. Yeah, he's just like, what? Hey, the one thing I wanted to bring up is that I thought the climbing felt way more organic than it had ever felt before. How were the rocks? 
<laughs> great rocks in this game. Yeah, there was some really special rocks. But no, I, I agree with you. The, the rock climbing, like how you could reach your hand out and like just grab it without any X button so presses. So before it used to be like this digital, either you're holding it up or out or to the side. But it's now it's like, yeah. And they, they, use that, motion. they use that when you're crawling out of the car wreck, when you get hit by that demon yeah, truck. So you're yeah. pulling on the different pieces of the, the yeah. truck. Yeah, that's that really well done. That, that gave me a flashback to uh, Heavy Rain. Yeah. Getting out of the car. I remember that. Yeah. Why does everything go back to Heavy Rain with you? Because that's another influence for this game. I would say that Uncharted is heavily influenced by Heavy Rain. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree because they, they said everything that Heavy Rain does, we're going to do the exact opposite. I love you, Polly. <laughs> they, they took in all those super important choices from Heavy Rain and they put it in... Beyond Two Souls <laughs> podcast coming soon. Hey, yes, please. Oh Lord. <laughs> multiplayer. Multiplayer. Yeah, I played some multiplayer. I you did. did else check out some. You did. I did not. I, I did it just to get the trophies to get the platinum. <laughs> and that's probably the only reason why I will do it too. Because I mean, like I and I will say I wish that this one, this game was the same as with three. And I think two, where the multiplayer trophies were not necessary for you to get the platinum because i don't like i said it before i just i like i did not have a problem like the trophies in the last of us multiplayer required you to play a ton of it like this was basically like go through the tutorial and then just do things like hey heal like 10 guys right or like hey yeah, it don't seem difficult you know, at like, all call in 10 support characters can like, one of you guys break down what it is i don't understand why you would want a tutorial that's where player. i was going with this Wait, what? I don't like. I don't see like how multiplayer works in it's, the. It's world a team-based of... objective. Well, there's multiple games, but have you played on? Have you played any multiplayer in Uncharted? No. Okay. I, I played a little bit in three. If I, is it the same kind of mechanics it's where it's like similar, a... but they they added more stuff. There's a lot more upgrades now and stuff like that, and you can customize your character a lot more. So you're um, basically a squad, right? So it's like you like. I think it's five, I want to say, people yeah, on a team. Yes, so it's like correct. you're five versus another five. And basically you can, like, like one team is, like, the heroes and one team is the villains. But it doesn't really matter. You're this, like, so, like, there can be, like, five Nates, right? There could be, like... Well, you pick your skin, your hero skin, and yeah. your villain skin. But each, like, each hero, there's, like, a type. Like, like there's, like, there's the regular, like, just assault guy who uses weapons. There's, like, th- like the guy who's, like, supposed to be, like, the more support guy. He has, like, a shotgun. There's, like, the sniper guy, you know, like, there's, like... I feel like you're describing a class-based shooter. Yes, it's yes, a class-based shooter. Well, it's that. mildly class-based, Yeah, too. I mean, it's, it's not, like, more of a, like... It's a Team Fortress with with Uncharted skins on it? It's more of no, a Gears it's, it's of it's War not, like, multiplayer than a, than a Team Fortress, I would it, say. Team Fortress is way more like... Because it's class, a cover-based like, shooter like class, where you're fighting each other. You know, The too. classes are different, but like, I didn't see anybody really saying like, Oh, I'm, I'm this type of class. I'm going to like. There was no like. Oh, I'm the support guy, so I'm really going to support everybody else. It was more like, hey, I'm the support guy. That just means I have different weapons, but I'm still gonna basically my my still basic goal is I'm just gonna go and kill anybody on the other team. And the the modes are either like deathmatch or there's hold holding points and yeah. stuff like that. It's not like. So did they not do a there's there's like a story mode thing that from three did that not there's make it no bad? story there's mode. no co-op story or anything like that. But I thought... And you can have, like, mystical powers. Like, you could get, like... I have this artifact, and you could buy them. Like, if you as you kill guys or whatever, you get, like, credits. 
Uh, and you can just pick up like treasures along like the way. Like in, in round credits or yeah, is it permanent? Mm-hmm. In round credits. Oh, okay. And you could buy like, hey, I want to buy like a, like a heavy gunner, a support guy, and he'll drop in and like now he's like a, a computer controlled character that... Yeah, there's like it. multiple types or of support. Or you can like buy like an artifact that basically sends out like these like supernatural waves that like kill anything around you or like, like there's one that like heals everybody around you like because like basically when you die you have like i think t- 20 or 30 seconds that like you're crawling on the ground and somebody can on your team can come over and try to heal you like try to like medic you and then you're back or you basically just then die and respawn but like it's an artifact you get so like one of the healing one is like the staff some staff of something and like and you, then you, anybody you in pop that, that staff yeah. and if somebody's in your area of effect you'll revive them revive. and there's like each arena i guess or map has its own like super like an event that you can do like if you like get to this one place and you're the person who, who gets the item then you get to like i forget exactly what it is but one of them like you unleash like the curse from the first game yeah um, i mean I, I it seemed like most like when i was playing like mostly it was just like deathmatch and like even when you got died like nobody really cared about like reviving anybody so like basically what i would do is when i got shot i wouldn't even wait the 30 seconds i would you could you can hit like x and just immediately like well, you're well dead. also you were just looking at it for trophies and stuff like that too so but i actually I, thought but, that the multiplayer was like but you have way play, better than it was but you in have the previous to play ones. like a bunch of matches to get the multiplayer trophies it's not just do the tutorial like you actually have to play real matches yeah, but so. I, what i'm saying is i wanted to play it <laughs> you're no, like I, saying I, it I, like it's it was i thought bad. it was good for, like <clears throat> normally i would not have played it but having played it because of the trophies i thought it was Good. I think if it's you like third-person shooter online games, which I oh yeah, yeah, it's still in third person. Isn't probably your guys' um, basket or anything like that. But it, it, I thought it was very well, and I ha- I did have some fun playing with somebody I knew for a while in the beta, and then I I got back into it after I got the game, and I had fun for a while until I just started completely getting wrecked by people who are obviously actually working together to like to yeah you really, and stuff like that. It, it really got that's also why i wanted to do it early to get those trophies because i'm like it's either going to be, be a thing where people are just going to drop off or people are going to get like but the people that are there are still going to be really good like but um, probably the most interesting part about this uncharted multiplayer versus other games is the um, mobility and the verticality of this um, because you still are able to climb things and stuff like that and in this game they actually give you the grappling rope yeah so that's swinging cool. is like it, it, there's no other game that I could think of not that only, has the same kind of movement. Not only that, but you can use the, like, so, like, you can still melee people. Like, you can fight, you know, like, but most of the time you'll get shot, but way before you can, like, unless you sneak up on somebody. But what you could do is you can use the grappling hook and you can power it. So, like, he kind of, like, like your character swings it and it gets, like, charged. And then you could use that for, like, a super kill. So, if yeah, you come up from behind somebody, you can, like, one, one shot kill them. With, I was like, curious a, about why you couldn't do that in the actual game. I think it would make it too easy to to basically. I I was kind of expecting at some point for them to be like, oh, there's that guy on a cliff, throw the grapple at him and pull him off or something. Right, yeah. I was noticing that you could that button is active the whole time. He'll pull it out and start swinging it, even if there's nothing to throw it at. Like, so what in, is the point? Of- in multiplayer, I'll hit people with it. But, <laughs> but like I said, I think like the the one of the my favorite parts about the multiplayer is like you get to swing like anywhere and you get to climb to there's like secret little areas and stuff like that and all the maps and that kind of thing is cool because like you need like a wide like range of knowing where people are and they make it and easy like like, like the the treasures are very visible like and you can see them on, like usually on your radar so like. It's real easy to get money, so you'll be able to, like, call in things or do supernatural things. So, like, you're not just, like, stuck. Like, even if you're not good at it, which I'm usually not that great at multiplayer, like, you can still hang because you can just, like, you'll get enough money to, to 
do something. Yeah, I think they even give you stuff for like losing. I think probably I don't know. I haven't played in a while. Like Every, if you get like four deaths a in a here. no, like you know the kind of thing like Call of Duty does it too. If you get like four deaths in a row, then they give you like a health boost or something right. like that. Like that's one of the things that you can like because you can upgrade your character and you can get like better versions of that. Yeah, that yeah, too. That's the other thing. You can, there's, so there's if you're like, terrible, it does like yeah, okay, give you a chance. Right. I, I would say overall, it's it's worth playing if you just want to play something i mean i, I wouldn't I was sit there and surprised say, by how much i enjoyed it yeah i wouldn't sit there and say like oh my god this is what i'm gonna go spend my you know saturday afternoon doing but like hey like yeah it's something to jump into and is it fun sure should we go around the room <clears throat> i think so well let's start with you yeah let's get the bad news out of the way first well, go ahead. all right Fucking rocks in this game. God damn it. <laughs> These are the worst looking rocks I've ever seen in any Uncharted Time game. to tear this one a new one. <laughs> There's a Nate quote in this game. He said, maybe I've done this one too many times. And so I, that's kind of been on my mind as I was playing this. It's like, did this game really need a third one? Did they really explore anything new in this game that... Was there any point to having a fourth installment in this series? I, f I feel like they touched on everything that this series has done before and made it all better. It looks beautiful. A lot of people talk about how great it looks. I My biggest complaint from the earlier games is how shallow I felt Elena was, and she was much better better character almost felt like a different character as much as she'd changed and i, I really appreciated how 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 much she changed i enjoyed almost everything i played with this game i had this great callback joke from a minute ago whereas if something didn't happen we were talking about earlier this would have been a lot more funny if i remembered the joke <laughs> anyway it plays We'll just edit in the joke later. <laughs> so, yeah. Insert thunderous laughter from audience. Do you know any other jokes? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe I think I've done this one too many times. I think the answer is no. It was perfect. It should It This was a great way to wrap around to the end of the series. I f if it weren't for that one thing that would have made this game a 10, I think this game deserves a 9. Nice. Wow. I am... Wow, nice. I think If Alberta only there were supernatural the elements, it would have been a 10. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't it. There was something else. I wow, nice. Brian? I'd say that the fourth was the best game out of all of them. It improved upon everything in the series. And I thought that it was actually a lot stronger of a story, especially because they dropped all of the paranormal stuff. It was focused more on the characters as opposed to this wild mystical thing happening in the background. So I had one note from Nate. He said he thought the game was all right, but he wished there was paranormal stuff in it. I feel exactly Lily. Let's see. For me, yeah, this game was really good. I mean, to be fair, I mean, it, it's Uncharted, right? So, like, would I would I sit there and say, if you're if you're not into Uncharted, would I sit there and say, jump into this one? 
you know, probably not. If you don't like it, it's it's not going to work for you, I think. But I think if you're if you're somebody who you at least give it a, a shot and you at least say, okay, yeah, I can understand why it's what it is, right? And it's fun for what it is, right? Then I think this is clearly by far the best Uncharted they've, they've done. And, I mean, I'm not just saying that because, oh, it's the most recent one. It's the fourth or, or, or fifth one, if you want to include Golden Abyss. I know we were all talking about like the bringing in the supernatural versus you know and not having a super you know in the other games and that, and this one didn't have a supernatural element i kind of was on the fence about that like i didn't always have a problem with them having a supernatural element because hey it's you know it's uncharted it's already a campy you know adventure game anyways right but i, I think it worked like and i thought that you know like the story just was really you know like i thought it gelled well they they ended it fantastic again I, you know like I don't think they could have done a better ending that really like made fans of the game and people who you know like wanted this you know supposedly a thief's end right the least unhappy they could be with an ending right so they you know they played it out so that hey everybody at least got something the people who wanted Nate you know to live he lived the people who wanted you know the, this series to continue well there's multiple avenues i think will was talking about earlier where this series can go on with whatever characters right it can even go on with nate potentially like if they really want to go down it and then if there's the people who are just like no you know what this is it we've done enough uncharted let's let's bury this and move on like hey it's over like you know right the, his his adventures are done he's done being a you know a, a thief in adventurer right so i think they really just did that well it's a pretty looking game I mean, like, it really is. Like, I was looking at this, and I think I've heard some people say, like, hey, this game is, like, the PlayStation 4 is as good as, you know, like, as, it, as a console needs to be at this point, right? Because you can still get a lot of that out of it, you know? And they really, it really was points where it was pretty. You know, so I just really had fun time playing this game. But, you know, that being said, like, it's Uncharted. So, again, like, uh, there wasn't anything majorly new. Like, they added some things, little bits here and there from The Last of Us, you know, the companion... They added some small mechanics like the grappling hook or driving the, the the jeeps or, but I mean there wasn't anything that was like earth shatteringly, mind blowingly new. It was just another Uncharted. Quick aside, I was wrong. It wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> the joke wasn't that good. What's the daughter's name? Cassie. Cassie. Totally has a conversation with Elena. Oh yes. And it's not about a guy. And it's not. Well. Nate's there too, though. Like in the in the picture. I, yeah, mm. but there's two women talking to each other. That's. The, I know. I I I, I, but I have the, a feeling though that. But doesn't the, the Bechdel test say it has to be for a certain length of time? Or they something? have to have a they have to have a conversation, or they have to be talking. But they, it, there's no like specific uh, time bit for it. But I think that the implication for it is like they have to actually be. Like it's just the two. It's it's just the two of them, or like they are away from. Like the, the guys are not standing right next to them. Like I don't know. That could also and also be, can a mother just and a teenage it. daughter really like? I, I that's, that's a it says two women. So I don't think that relation between them. If I wasn't talking about more of the relation, I was just talking about like. Well, of course, a mother and like a young daughter are not going to talk about sure. the things that like are the stupid reasons that women always get like. You know, like, uh, but, but, but in terms of it, like talking about a guy, like the Cassie could, could have be asked, like, "Oh my god, hey, I had a like crush at guy. school." And yeah. it's like, like it's <laughs> that totally, would be terrible. If, it would be terrible, if, and if that's the, why. If it's, in the epilogue, Cassie's like, "Mom, I have a crush on this guy." It's cool. I'm, I'm like, "All right, this series is terrible." I, I take back everything I say. 
this um, is the worst series ever. Yeah, sorry. But that's how they I did it. Like, oh, God. I take it back. They did fine. I apologize. Polly, you were right the whole time. And I also found out the name of the dog. The name of the dog is Vicky, which yes, is I was funny. Say, I, thought, I thought it was a Victoria. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because Victor. during the lemur feeding Yeah, he said he wants to name a dog after Sully, yeah. Yeah, so they do name it after him. So. Nice. All right. But, so my thoughts on the game? Yeah. Can we do that now? Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. No, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I really like this game. <laughs> Thoughts. All right, so Alberto. All right, Alberto. What is got? your thoughts? <laughs> no, I um, I'm super happy I played through all these Uncharted games. I'm I'm a big fan of them, but this is uh, definitely my favorite Uncharted game. I think they hit it out of the park. They uh, touched on everything that I liked about these games, and the things I didn't like, they mostly made it better. I, they made just about everything better in the game. Uh, whereas story, they got rid of the supernatural stuff, which was my biggest downfall in most of these games. Like those spiders in Uncharted Three were terrible, and like it, it made it so much of a more like human and realistic story. And the story about the backstory about the pirates was actually like really interesting. And like I, I was like really enraptured in like when they walk into that scene where all the pirates are dead at the table and everything like that. Like that was awesome. So they made like a neat like historical story without like leaning on some kind of ghost. And they even like made a joke about it. Like they're like, maybe there's ghost pirates and they're like, don't even talk about that. But I really liked this game. I love the ending and everything like that. One thing like it was a, l- a little bit of a downgrade for me was jumping around the story so much. Like I, I understand where it is at the end of it, but like it was just a little bit too much for me. It was like, before the title card, there's like three acts or something like yeah. that. Yeah, super late settings. title card. It's like, it was enjoyable when you put it all together at the end, but like, I just feel like it could have been paced a little bit better where they didn't have to start in like the, like, I don't really understand why it started in the boat, truthfully. Just like, cool stuff is going to happen later, but let's like, well, I think slow it would down. Be, I think for it would a little be bit. tough to start, right, as, as Nate. I as think a they could have started in the attic or something like that. Did. Yeah, but, but, but either way, that's, starts I, I'm here, not going right? to recreate there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens before that. Happens. I'm not going to recreate the game or anything. It just the the boat was really what was a little bit like awkward to me. That um, and the solely different disappearance thing, like they do that every game, and all, it started to feel like a little bit formulaic. Well, after the third one, it was like okay, if we're not going to kill Sully in the third one, right? They're not going to kill him, or he's not going to be gone in the fourth one. So, like, it was just, yeah, it was kind of like, okay, you don't need to do the Sully, like, is, you know, like, missing or captured again. Like, you you went the full way in the fourth one where everybody thought he was dead. I mean, sorry, the third one where everybody thought he was dead and he wasn't dead. So, like, yeah, I agree. He could have, they could have skipped that. But those those small things aside, I really enjoyed my time with this game. And like I said, even the multiplayer I enjoyed. And another bonus thing that they added into this was the driving, which I was a huge fan of. And it added a lot more like open world feel to the game, whereas it was still corridored. It just felt like there was places to explore, even if there really wasn't so much. And the driving mechanics were fun. Like all the stuff they added to this game made it more fun instead of just adding like arbitrary things. So I, I really enjoyed my time with it. I would totally recommend it to anybody except for somebody who didn't play through any of the Uncharted games because I feel like you'd be lost, so lost if you tried playing through this. Would you? I mean, I, I, I saw people on Twitter like, like I think Ryan McCaffrey from IGN was. He put, you know, he said he was going to play it, and like he hadn't played any of the previous ones because he's like more of an Xbox guy, right? And people were giving him like complete, you know, crap on Twitter, like, "Oh no, you got to play the first, you got to play them in order to make sure you understand." But do you really? 
No, I totally think you like you can play through it and you would understand the gist of the story, but like a bunch of things that like relationships with characters, not understanding why Elena well, and and Drake. I guess the question more like is that. like, would you like if you if you just jumped into the fourth one without playing the previous ones, would you have as good a time? Would you have as good of a time as you could have having no. ha- played the first couple? No, I think that you need that's. So yeah. you're saying you need that backstory. <laughs> I think that you get a lot more out of this by having the whole the whole story. So Alberto, agrees it'd be with like like well, Star, you, the new Star disagree. Wars is a good movie, but like if you don't know any of this stuff that happened previous, it'd be like oh, why the fuck do I care about Luke Skywalker at the end? That kind of thing. But but, but in Star Wars, right there, there's there's major pieces that that play right in the in, in Uncharted, the fourth one, like a lot of the story doesn't you don't need to have known like like drake's adventures in the previous ones like they don't carry over no i but 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 what i think that he's saying is like i don't necessarily disagree with you i kind of agree with you i mean i would but like objectively speaking like yeah like you could play through uncharted 4 and you could be like okay yes they are married yes she's mad because he lied about certain things and like like from like a very blanket statement sure you could play through the game but there's so much that you get from like what you feel like your your feelings about like knowing where Nate and Elena, like how they got to where they are now, like how they're finally together, and now like this is ha- like there's there's backstory that not having that now, like you don't necessarily understand. Like it makes more sense as to why she's as pissed at him now, knowing that than if not. Like before, you'd be like, okay, like sure, you're mad that he lied, but why are you this mad? But really, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think you kind of still get that from the fourth one anyway. It's like you, you understand, like, they, they, they beat you over the head with the fact that, like, hey, I'm, not, I'm no longer this adventurer, but I kind of want to do this adventuring thing, and I'm going to lie to my wife. But again, so. it's, it's different. Yes, like I said, you could, you could play through the game, and you'd still understand what's going on, but, like, that attic is not going to matter to anybody that, that didn't play through the previous games. There's so many, t- t- like, so many callbacks, so many references, like the whole ghost joke I just made. Like, nobody's going to get that if they didn't know there was supernatural enemies in the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's like yes you can it's still an enjoyable game but you get so much more out of it by this being that like you said they ended this story so well like they did they they did a great job of like wrap, tying everything in tying everything together and making you feel good about it at the end of the game okay so um, flip it a bit do you think that this game is not or in order to get all of that nuance do you think somebody you would recommend somebody who has not played them go back and play 40 hours worth of those other games Absolutely. just so they can I still like experience all the games too. Uncharted I know World. you don't like the first game, but I still like that game too. Like, well, if you play maybe the, the uh, Nathan Drake collection, right? They upraised some stuff, they fixed some stuff. Even even better. But no, I would I would absolutely recommend this series to anybody. See, what I would say is if you are in a crunch for time or anything like that, just skip three. I don't think three matters at all. I think if you played one, two, four, it'd be just fine. But what about three where like, hey, hey, you know, they're getting, you know, like they, you find out that they were together, but Will then they Will didn't split. even know that they were married and it wouldn't have mattered at all because. So then that goes back to, the, to Will's point of like, do you need to play any of them? I think that you should absolutely play one, two, and four. Three, not so much. I, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, you can go talk. 
Those are the, well, was, oh, you wanted to wrap it up. I did, actually. It's funny because remember earlier when I was saying that I had that other thing I was going to say? I thought of it again, okay. and then I lost it again. <laughs> Just give so us a score, man. Maybe I will, it. it'll come back to me. Well, was, if it does, I want you to interrupt I just me like, I, I want to know. I like listening to you guys so much, and it just everything goes right out of my head. So <laughs> as soon as, Aww, as, soon man, as I get there. Oh, man, you're so sweet. Um, but no, I think it's a great game. I'm not going to give it a perfect score because I don't know why I'm not going to give it a perfect score. Because of that one thing that you brought up that we can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> because the rocks just don't look real enough. No, I just... I don't think I enjoy the combat in this game as much as I... Maybe it's I'm just worn out on it. As no, much as I choose like, choose your words carefully. If you say I don't like it as much as the previous game, well, no, I, then that's I, problem. I enjoyed my, I enjoyed playing combat in previous Uncharted games, and I just wore out on it. I don't, I don't think I like cover-based shooters anymore. Really, the combat's never um, been good. You don't play. You, you, I don't think anybody plays Uncharted for the combat. But when it came out, Uncharted and Gears of War were both like fresh cover-based shooter ideas. That is like not anymore at all. Fine, but still, like, like. The combat is not like... I feel like Last of Us kind of spoiled me on the combat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, in a different way. Uh, that's another. That's a discussion for another day. But, yeah, yeah, sure. But no, I'm going to give Go this... Go back to like, our six and a half hour podcast that will never come out <laughs> <laughs> for discussions on, on, on Last of Us combat. As high of a score as I can without like without giving a perfect score. So like a 9.75 or something like that. Like almost perfect. Maybe it's because like... the this game like stands on the shoulders of its previous games so much like it, it's a great series i would give the series a 10 in the pantheon of compared to all other video games but this game i'm gonna say is just a fraction short all right Alberto, take us home so i did a lot of head nodding and agreeing. Polly like hit this basically nail on the head with how i feel with this game like i stand alone to answer one of the questions from earlier stand alone this game is enjoyable like you're not gonna pick up this game and regret playing it you should play it i would highly recommend playing one two and then this game three is like in in order of my favorites this two one and then three and it would oh no yeah hey oh yeah that's a horrible like order i disagree because you were wrong when you said three was the best game too so it goes it goes back in order four three two one no. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Three was the worst. No. Four, two, three, one. Say that again? Four, two, three, one. No. Hell. No. I mean, I mean, I can, I can at least respect <laughs> yours, but like putting one ahead of three, one is clearly garbage. The, one is clearly the worst. No, one is a um, really good, fun game. I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad and game. And, and I'm not saying it's really pretty. Those rocks are horrible. <laughs> it, the, the rocks are better than the faces in Mass Effect. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Uh, anyway. He's got you there. <laughs> but anyway, I I too also have difficulty with giving this this game a full perfect score part for a couple of things. Like one, as Polly said, a, a lot of what makes this game really really nice and really nostalgic is that it's nostalgia, which is the other games that came before it. And although one thing that I I did really like how I didn't mind any of the supernatural in the first ones at all the. Th- my, the third one was a little bit more that one was getting on my nerves but the like the the supernatural of the second one i think was my favorite in terms of that the fact that this one didn't have that i think and i have to be a little bit careful with how i say this i don't want to say that supernatural is juvenile in a sense but i think that it was able to like this game was able to 
focus on kind of more serious tones and not be distract like the supernatural didn't distract from that which i really appreciated and i think it's it's not even too serious of a tone for no like for someone to not get like i think ev- everybody can relate to it whether it's whether you are at a point in time when you're looking at getting married or if you're even just you know friends that you have like like with it you see some pretty serious relationships between sam and nate even betrayal between siblings there then betrayal between you and your significant other like i think it was very interesting for them to focus a lot on that with this game which is what made part of what made me really like it it also made me feel a little bit more a part of the game yeah so anyway i I think i I like those marital issues of you know like you know like you know the husband's you know this crazy adventure you know that you know lies to his wife about something we've all gone through right yeah going through pirate (laughs) treasures you know most married couples go through that sure i know what you're talking about alberto you know and like you know like telling your brother like yeah you know i've I've dealt with supernatural example with it but like (laughs) i think the one that hits me the most is like the fact that he never brought up sam that's the one that hits me the most with them and like that's what made me so upset when well that's she found i actually think one of the weakest part of the games is that like they just introduced this character that in the fourth one that nobody mentions or like acknowledges at any point in anything else because it's just introduced in the but last on the, game. On the contrary, and then we're just all supposed to assume that it's all because of, that was what you were going to talk about? No, I remembered what I was talking about though. Go, go. Um, quick, say it quick. Before you forget um, wait, don't, one, one, don't let us interrupt you. That's so that you yeah, yeah, we no, definitely wait. don't want you to forget yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing that you're thinking <laughs> yeah, about. Dude, get it out right, right now. now. You just need to say yeah, it yeah, come so on, that man. you don't forget. Just start talking. Go, 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 go. Quickly. The words need to come out of your mouth. <laughs> one of the problems I had, one of the big problems I had with Uncharted yes, 3 get, was get, I was on. not a big fan of young Drake at all. Like, I didn't understand that backstory or, like, why. Like, okay, so he was just some guy on the... Like, and that's one thing I liked about Uncharted 4. It gives, like, young Drake is actually really interesting. It it defines him, like, how he got to where he is and everything like that. And it actually makes Uncharted 3's young Drake make more sense when he met Sully and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you kind of have to gloss sense, over... That the, was the whole point of it, was in 3, like, it was pretty obvious like that was just they're telling the story how did sully and nate meet well Well, how did drake get there and where did he come from it was not defined Mm -hmm. at all yes but you only have so much time like how much how much time do you want to play this game to get all this story in your first backstory of the third game and you have no idea what jake's childhood is like it's just like oh he was out and he was trying to rob this museum for a drake thing of course the first story in the first game he's just this guy you know you're on this boat with elena and sully and you're you know like it's the same thing. Like, okay, at some point you have to start the story. You can't give backstory. You can't give the backstory of the characters throughout their time. But the, I think like the, the difference is the clue. difference is like in, in the first the one, you're introducing a character for the very first time. Like, it's he's there. But then, so we've already gotten to know him for two ep- or for two games prior to, and then for some reason, we decide that his childhood and how he met Sully is important. Like. Well, because I, you I just disagree with right? how. Like by the third one, aren't you interested? Like, hey, Nate and Sully have been these this, this friends for however long, right? And they're they're they're, they're close as whatever, right? All aren't I'm you just interested is, at any point? Like, I'm saying how did they I, meet? Maybe that's a, a thing we should at least throw in there. Like, I think the the backstory of Young Drake was handled 
way better in this game. It was, I, I actually yeah, cared I about know. it. Oh, I kind of was like, well, it's my opinion. I, I mean, know, I but know. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> no, I, I understand it's your opinion. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, if, like, I don't know, like, and and it okay. actually like, makes it, me appreciate the Uncharted three better. Other than the fact that you just have to gloss over the fact that this brother that you've never heard of ever before, even when he was a young child, a little bit older, didn't didn't making the appearance before but i can i can forget about that and that's another thing that pulled this game way ahead of uncharted 3 for me was they they even did the, like the things that i didn't like like defining the character's backstory a little bit better and sorry mm-hmm. i had to interrupt you to bring no, 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 up, no, no, but no. i really wanted to talk about it no that's good that's good i yeah like i think that the fact that nate never or nathan never told elena about his brother is it's it's like it's like a two sided coin where it's like don't, on the don't one, start trying to defend it, man. No, 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 like like, like it's it's a two, it's it's really it, it's a really hard struggle for like for instance he thought that he he thought that Sam was dead like this entire time and like okay if you like it, it's but even if he thought he was dead you wouldn't think that at any point like like say you had you had a brother right and he died whatever 15 20 years ago right and you had a significant other who you're married you wouldn't at least mention to at at any point like hey you know i used to have this brother i was curious i've heard more about alberto's sister on podcasts than any time he's ever talked about her but at least you've heard right at some point i was curious even more only because that specific question came up in front of a but you don't think that would ever come up in their their conversations or something along those lines like elena would say like hey i you know i don't know elena has any siblings but or something like hey you know i'm going to see my sister you don't you know like it's kind of you know like you know i wish you had a sibling or something so hold on so so she knows that he's an orphan I, I can imagine not prying into his family a lot, right? Uh, and, and it's so, like super stretched to like, no, but so, like, so, like, that, so that's the thing. Like, that's one of, like this this exact like kind of like conversation that's happening. This is one of the reasons why I love that this to- like that this theme was put into this game because like you ha- you have on the one hand you're thinking okay Nate is married to Elena and they're supposed to like tell each other everything like you're supposed to help each other grow when you're in a like relationship when you're married like you that's how you like that's how any successful marriage goes like you work together as a team and there's this crucial part of nate though none of us ever like knew about it until now like him having a brother him his brother dying definitely shaped him to be who he is today and like it's it's such like a like on that side you have this thing where he's like okay this is a part of me like this is what I feel and it's it's sacred like I have to kind of keep it protected and like to not bring it like that's it's so interesting where it's like you, you kind of feel bad for him and mad at him at the exact same time for, but like you don't know quite which one to pick. To me, it was mind blowing that he his last name used to be Morgan and I was really wondering like. What's Elena's last name? Did she take the, the last name of Drake? And did she know his real last name wasn't Drake? Or that, I don't. I just no, thought no, that was no, no, Elena. I don't know. If the, they don't ever mention name. if she takes his last name. Yeah, but it, it's another like. Um, but they, I they, they they illegally obtained that last name. <laughs> that's true. And he married somebody. That that's kind of an important deal too. That's well, true. Well, one thing is like, where did they get married? Right? Because like, if you get married, say, I I don't know if got they, married on the beach. No, no, I'm saying what country. Oh, gotcha. Right? So if it's the United States, you have you have to be married in some, you know, you have to have some state, right? That signs off on it, right? You're going to have to provide 
birth certificates. Does he have a birth certificate? I mean, yeah. maybe he got something from the orphanage, but then wouldn't it like like no, well, said, well, Sam, it say Sam, Sam, Sam said he, made, he knew somebody who made papers, and that's yeah. how they got the last name. He's good at so I assume papers. the papers were like the birth certificate. Elena was card. Elena Fisher. Yes, that's Fisher right. Fisher was, was the last sure. name. Thank you. She I kept her say, last name after they got married. I said was. I don't. Oh, know. I don't yeah, know. no, I, I knew that. Actually, maybe because she was like supposed to be like a journalist and like a like a, and then eventually she's like, wasn't she like writing things for like. So a lot of times I, those I wasn't serious. I don't seriously worry about what last name she took. It's more like no, did I, she know? Is is that another deception that she did? She just find out like we did that his real name wasn't Drake. That his mom was a historian. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that I just thing. it's his, just funny to me that they, his whole past was shadowy, and that's why they I appreciated just added them. this stuff in in the fourth one. Like I don't know. Like How did you added, feel after the game creators added this stuff in to let you know what his backstory was like? Uh, the Morgan thing, I don't. I actually kind of like that. Like, hey, this is how he became Nathan. He wasn't Nathan Drake because Drake is supposed to not have any like like the real uh, the real you know Sir Francis Drake right doesn't have any. It's supposed to like died at sea or right? didn't have any direct descendants right. So like, yeah, sure he he shouldn't be Nathan Drake. But okay, now it makes sense. They they took this name right. But like the whole brother thing, it was just like. I don't know. They added this character that like we're just gonna pretend that he never mentioned because whatever because he's supposed to like like I don't know like because he was sad. That's so like I, I mean I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like he's supposed to be like very you know at the beginning of the, the game like he's supposed to be like oh I'm tight with Elena and like I, I've you know poured my soul out to her but like he never mentions the brother like but I mean for all intensive purposes I understand why they he, do that because obviously like. We as the as the player don't know of the brother, right? So they can't mention something that doesn't exist. But what I'm getting at is, if this was like a like based off a reality, it just would not fly. And the fact that they just brought this in, I don't know. It's like they shoehorned in this thing that that they didn't need to do. Think about it though. For all intents and purposes, he basically died in his arms, like as close to dying in someone's arms as can be done. He like. In a way, like he. Okay. In a way, like fine. I, I could see, I could see Nate feeling guilty for even how he died because he couldn't have, he didn't have the strength but to you still, pull him up. But you still wouldn't share that with the person who's supposed to, be your spouse, who's supposed to be the most important person in your life. They don't necessarily seem like they talk too much, though. Like their relationship. But it, but it, and they've got a lot of other things to talk about too. Yeah. Like they were, she was like, "Are you happy?" He's like, "Yeah, of course." Like I kind of took that as like they don't talk about their. Okay. I'm not saying that I don't, I'm not saying that they have to go like into like they seem like way cooler than detail, that. but know. not one second of one moment a, a, a thing was ever mentioned that I had this brother. I, I think he the the implication is that he's been hiding it from her. Yeah. He's been going out of but his way thing, not like, to that, tell her. That just seems like like that would you know, unbelievable. Like, uh, yes, he also kills a lot of people. <laughs> <Which you're laughs> I know. I, I, I understand. Like I understand. Like they made this character for the fourth one, so they have to they have to make up some like why does yeah. no why does no none of the characters know? Well, I mean, but it just makes no sense that that would ever be a feasible thing. Well, I mean, Elena, even her immediate response right after finding out about Sam is, "Who are you?" Yeah. Like, and now you have a brother. Who are you? Yeah, yeah, but that also seems like like a very like, you know, like a very in joke. Like, hey, look, we understand that this is goofy and that we shoehorn this character into this game mm. like after the series and say. Well, I, don't, like, I don't think this is as far fetched as you think about. And, and, uh, and they did. There are people, even if it is far fetched, they did the best damn job they could with this. Well, what else are they gonna do? They have scenario. to. They have to. Like that's the only way they could have made that. A, a even somewhat believable thing like oh there, he's lying and never tells anybody like there's there's a reason they tell 
moms not to share their pregnancy before three months because there's a high rate of fatality and yes, most but they moms who go through that and have a fatality still feel strongly about that relationship and won't tell anybody but you look so you're looking at it like tell the public or tell your friends right well, no which, i mean which is fine which is what what you do because right you can have miscarriage right and you don't want to like you don't want to be like hey everybody you know cheer my good news only to say lose the lose the the fetus and then have this really hard thing where people are like oh you know sorry you know like and it becomes this whole thing right which is fine but it's not like you're not telling your husband for three months yeah it, or it's not like you're you know or, or not necessarily your husband whatever husband wife a significant other somebody you're super close with somebody that you're you're sharing that baby with right you're not hiding it from them for the first but three months the whole point is in the beginning of this game they're not communicating they're not saying everything to each other like that is the the arc that their relationship takes over the course of this game it, they have this awkward thing but it's but at least to me it's implied that like hey we are sharing things maybe we're not as open about like our feelings with each other or in depth with that stuff but like the main parts of our lives we share with each other. We might not go into excruciating. Like I'm not saying like, but I think that, that's, like that's, that he needs to tell Elena the whole adventure of his brother and like all the orphanage stuff. But just hey, yeah, I, I had a brother at some point. You know, I did have a brother. He died. I don't think Alberto is saying that it's great that he never told his wife about the brother. I think he's saying the way that the the this secret life was handled in the game was a great topic for them to approach right yeah like you're not saying like the specifics of it oh yeah it's completely unbelievable that he never mentioned his brother to his wife it's more like now that the shit hit the fan the way it's handled mm -hmm. and also also even it, the the fact that he yes they shoehorned it in fine i'm not i'm not talking about that i'm just saying that it's 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 pretty far-fetched to think that like do you guys they brought this character in and that like Nobody knows about this character. Like you, nobody at, at any point in any part of this universe knows about this character. And I mean, Rafe technically Sol knows Sully, about the character. Sully knew. Sully knew about it. But he kept the secret too. He even like he looks over at Elena and says, "I'm sorry." But that's the other thing. You, that, that I didn't even think about that. That even makes it worse because Sully's usually the one that like I can't like. And he, yeah, he, even, he couldn't keep a secret. And, for her. and even and how did Elena even find them? Right? Because Sully told her. Right? But, but, no. But, Yes. He, no, Sully didn't know that she was there. No, no, Sully, Sully was the one that, that's how she said, like, that's how she, remember in Madagascar, that's how they found her, because Sully said, yeah, I brought, I told her that we were here, because that's why Nate gets pissed at Sully after that. So, like, I didn't, that, th I didn't think that happened. I was not clear on how she found them, but I don't think that was Sully. No, I think it was later Sully. on. Yes, that was definitely Sully, because Nate looks and he goes, how did you, and then he looks at Sully, and Sully says something like, oh, I'm sorry, I had to tell her, like, you know, you, you, need, to, you need to tell her about this now, or something. I didn't, like, I didn't care. Or have a conversation. Didn't either. But so, like, Sully would, like, nobody would say you anything. Listen, you used to listen to the comedy button, right? Yeah. Or, oh, uh, yeah, that's a the, kind of biggest example of this i'm thinking of the comedy button all of the guys on the nine or something like that like, uh, i haven't listened to it too far back but, so, like look like, like, there was a long run long running joke where they talked <sighs> yeah. about how ryan's father was always like well, you fucking worthless piece of shit of a son and I, a dirt bags or dirt, yeah. deadbeat son and he's like you, you abortion of a son i can't believe i should you, for years on. They were making this joke about how... At least two years. And then one episode, Ryan's like, 
oh yeah my dad also had another son before me who died and they're like holy crap it was like the biggest yeah mic drop it's just like they what? were talking about that specific thing on the air with people and he never felt like but here's the he thing, needed right? to bring that but up here's the thing i'm not saying again that's amongst friends right brian knew that his father or mother or somebody whoever told him this so i'm not saying that the whole world or even their their extended friends and his four to... closest friends didn't know about it but that's friends that's what i'm saying like okay fine i'm not saying so nate's i'm not saying like cutter or somebody needs to or who's that who's that awful guy from the beginning of three the not cutter but the other uh tar- horrible british guy ends up being one of the villains i forget suitman Sure, we'll go with that. Superman. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Superman, absolutely, yeah. I'm not saying, like, they need to know, but, like, Nate never shared with Elena, or, like, Sully, who knew, never shared with... Like, it just seems what? so... Like, I understand why they did it. It's a game, yes. We just introduced the character now. We have to come up with some reason why they don't know, because the player doesn't know. Fine. I'm just saying it just seems like in a, in a real... Like, if this was a played-out scenario, it seems purely unfeasible i would say i feel like you know played out scenario if this happened in real life they probably wouldn't still be together i don't know they've fucking yeah. gone they've yeah. killed thousands of people together i'll take a step back in a real in a real a thousand people i'll take a step back in a real life situation they'd both be in jail right now in will's mind they probably shouldn't be together because they never made up they just like mimed things to each other for a while in will's mind there was no ring in uncharted 3 so really they're not together i didn't see the marriage i saw photos but i could have been staged i what i don't know Anything else, Alberto? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so what's your score, man? Yeah, my, my score is going to be basically, yeah, like a 9.75, 9.8. Like it's All right, mine, mine's a 9.85. <laughs> 9.85, 9. And what did you, how, how did you rank the games? How did you rank? Give me your ranking again. Uh, one through uh, four. I, oh, like in order of those? Yeah, best to worst. Uh, four, two, one, three. Didn't you give two a 10? I did, but... <laughs> I just wanted to bring that. No, I know. I, I was I was gonna say that too. Like, I also, gave... you think Heavy Rain's better than this game? <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Gave Heavy Rain a ten. So okay, so again, like I'm I'm with him though. I I would have given two a ten too, and I think this game is better than it, but I won't give it as high of a score because right. it stands on two shoulders so yeah. much. Also, because the okay. thing is, like, the thing is... Not thing, a bad argument. Thing, also, and part of it is when I give my ratings, like if I gave something a ten earlier, like. I'm basing it off of what I know at the time. So I, I thought it was that the first, you know, whatever, 10, 15 podcasts, you just gave everything a 10. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Nate so, yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. so, so it's, I mean, you could, you could, if you want to base it off like inflation, <laughs> you could do that. But <laughs> speaking of which, Nate gave this game a 7 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah, yeah sorry, uh, listeners. Yes. Nate, Nate gave this a 7 out of 10. So, anyway. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right.